0: happening, everybody? Welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Chase and Miles, and we're at the Lucky Duck. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today, listening in, and for all you guys watching on YouTube, thanks for watching. Miles, who do we have on today?
1: Well, Chase, to be honest, when you said we were having Joe on the podcast, I thought you were talking about Joe Byron. But now I realize it's our friend Joe. Why would you even use air quotes when you say his name? I'm sorry. Don't do it again. God damn it. Anyway, today we have on someone special. No, he's not the president, but he may be the president of something. He's a software engineer. He came to us all the way from the Denver metro. He's originally from New England. Yes, your regular will. His hobbies probably include hiking, snowboarding, and painting. That's what I think I know about Joe. (laughs) Now it's time for you guys to learn more. Dun dun dun!
0: That's pretty good, Miles. Oh, thanks. Getting better. Cheers, Joe, and welcome to the pod. Yeah, cheers. Thank you for having me. I gotta say, um, y'all don't know this, but we—this is a long, long time coming. This episode, multi months. Yes, uh, we—we have been trying to get you on. For many moons. Um,
1: what episode are we on? Like, I think this is twenty. This is twenty-eight. I think we approached you uh, like episode eight or something. <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
0: Basically, we, we were trying to. We were so close to getting you on, and then you got sick, and then Miles got sick, and then I got sick, and then holidays, holidays. happen, and yep,
2: yeah, long time coming,
0: yeah. It's, it's a, it's a incredible thing though, that we've been so fortunate to have a ton of different people on the podcast and it's all just happens. Some of them happen serendipitously and some of them happen, um, just out of brute force of trying to get people on. And that's, (laughs) that's where you fall under that category. So, um, regardless of that, welcome. Thank you for being here. And, um. Yeah, Miles. What are we? What are we drinking today? What is this?
1: Today we have a martini. Mm. It's got tequila in it, mm. and a special touch, which uh, I don't actually know what the special touch is. So maybe uh, you can talk about that. His special touch that sounds <laughs> sexual. Well, did you, we, I did see you fingering the glasses. Did we the we molest
0: these before we drank them. Yeah. The answer is yes. Um, now it's. Uh, yeah, it's not your traditional martini uh in the way that you're supposed to use uh gin or vodka. Uh this one's made with tequila. Do you like tequila, Joe? Are you a tequila guy? I'm
2: not a huge fan, but yeah. It's not bad.
1: It's not yeah. bad. He's like powering through it. Thank you. <laughs> just Hopefully, choking it down. Yeah. That's why he's he's like almost done already. He's like, "Oh <laughs> fuck." <laughs> to drink this
0: I wanted to get just a, a something a little different for this one hmm, martini's kind of boring, you know? You have to have, like, olive brine and stuff, and, like, a lot of people don't really like that. Like, I don't know. it's not a lot of, like, Look, people our age that are into that.
1: If I went to a bar and I saw my martini looking like this, I'd come back for sure. Let's just say that. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> stop. Just stop. Okay? It's pretty yeah, good. I'm flushing. You, you guys can't can, you see. You can
1: taste the citrus on the top, mm-hmm. notes of citrus, notes of tequila.
0: Yeah. That's what it tastes like. Notes of being fucked up. This will <laughs> fuck you up. This is straight alcohol. Okay. Which so is
1: what we love. Two shots of vodka.
0: <sighs> tequila. We already went over this. It's okay. tequila. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus.
1: All right. We need to stop talking about this. Yes. Maybe we'll go into the conversation. Ah, uh, Joe. Joe, welcome. This is an intervention.
0: Yeah. About your drinking.
2: Well, this is the first drink I've had in, <laughs> in probably a month. So. Nice.
0: Oh, shit. Well, hey, I'm so proud to be like the person that gets you back into drinking, mm-hmm. you know? Um,
2: anyway. When we're so the Joe, lucky duck, how can we not drink? I know, That's I know.
0: Um, so what's up? What's new? Um, what's happening? How are you?
2: I've been good. Yeah. Let's see.
1: What What are you? I mean, who So are, are you I'm a software
2: engineer oh, at a wow. company called SketchUp. They do a 3D modeling Hell yeah. and design for mm-hmm. architects mainly and like student um, 3D projects. So, yeah. I work on a website called 3D Warehouse, and I'm the back end engineer for that. Right on. That's awesome. I, as
0: soon as you mentioned the parent company is Trimble, right? Yes. Yeah. So, as soon as you mentioned that to me, that you got this new job and you said Trimble, I was like, holy shit, are huh. you like, I use SketchUp almost every other day. Um, so I immediately knew what you were yeah. where what, what you're talking about, and then I immediately started to shit on it. Yeah, <laughs> the website, balance, valid shit on. I <laughs> oh, think. Okay. Uh, um, no, no it, was, it was a lot
2: of major awesome. improvements in t- yes. version 2022. Okay, Ooh, so highly suggest you upgrade. Okay,
3: Sweet. right
0: on. Um, yeah, 3D Warehouse uh, itself has has a bit of. Uh, I got. Can I ask when? When I go to download an asset, so for, for those, explain t- to the people what 3D Warehouse basically
2: is. Sure. So it's an independent website, and it's also hooked in to sketch up the 3D modeling application. And basically just hosts a lot of 3D models from actual design companies. Mm. So you can get the actual faucet that you have, the actual appliances that you have from like Sears or Kohl, Kohler or Brizo, like these manufacturers that actually produce them the products, you can download the 3D models of those and then drop them in as assets to your 3D environment. Oh, so That's yeah. pretty cool. The website can serve as like a a quick drop or you can download the actual file and then share it around after that. So, so, the, so the
1: assets are like the models that you would get from mm-hmm. whoever, whomever?
2: Yep, so people can upload them. Actual manufacturers can upload them. So it's like a whole ecosystem that people make some pretty cool stuff too.
0: And if you if 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 nobody knows what SketchUp is, how would you describe that?
2: Uh, it's a pretty. Let's see. Yeah, they have different versions of it. So they go from like educational, um, learning about three D design, just learning about three D modeling for school, to all the way up to enterprise level three D modeling for actual architectural um, plans. So, um, yeah, that's yeah, pretty that, good. That's about it. Yeah.
0: I remember learning uh, and using SketchUp in college, mm-hmm. uh, and that was back in 20, 2010-ish. Yeah. And um, back then, I don't want to say they were owned yet by Microsoft or Google. Goes to Google, Google yeah. right? Um, but I know that they were based in Boulder, mm-hmm. Colorado. That's yeah. where they started. And then I know Google purchased them, and then at some point, Trimble purchased them, right? Yeah. How long ago was that?
2: So I believe it was 2012 that Trimble bought SketchUp from Google. After So the, the ex- explanation on that that I got from one of the senior people at the company was once Google realized they didn't need a 3D model of the Earth <laughs> to actually do Google Earth, the like Street View and stuff, they were like, we don't need SketchUp anymore. So they <laughs> sold it. Yeah. So they realized that they can just use images to make the 3D model of what Google Earth is now. Right. So... Huh. Once they came to that realization, then they sold SketchUp, and Trimble, who was in the architectural design space, thought it was a great deal, so they bought it.
1: Makes yeah. Sense. Did Google originally develop it, or did they? No, it?
2: Google bought it from another company. I'm blanking on the original name.
1: Yeah, I, I'm
0: also blanking. Um,
1: SketchUp, probably.
0: Yes, no. <laughs> another <laughs> parent company. Yeah. Um, what stood out to me about SketchUp? was how easy it is to use yeah it's so easy to use anybody like uh like people in elementary school could easily use it pick it up very quickly and produce some really cool stuff um and uh, my experience before that with 3d modeling was autocad and that is a very steep learning curve um And going from that to this, it was like, oh, somebody was using AutoCAD and was like, this is way too complicated. Let me just develop something that's super intuitive, you know, Mm -hmm. push-pull type of uh, modeling. And I think that's where that came about. And uh, to this day, I still use it. Very, very uh, fast, rapid prototyping is what I originally used it for. Was, like, if you had an idea and you wanted to, like, visualize it in 3D space and wanted to do it quickly you just up to do it and then i learned how to use textures and now um it's not really the industry leading tool for people doing like 3d rendering modeling like for architecture um but it's still kind of used in in that space a little Mm -hmm. bit uh and that's primarily my exposure to it uh but 3d warehouse which is like the where you get all your models that's buggy as shit and (laughs) um it's gotten better, but I was gonna ask: when you go to download an asset, it will, uh, it will give you a list of SketchUp versions. Yeah. Is it auto updating every single model in the warehouse to the newest version, or do the creators who have uploaded their model to 3D
2: Warehouse have to do that on their own? Yeah. So there's different versions of the file. Yeah. They're .skp files and. As they update the client, they compress more and more things to make it faster to load models and work with multiple models in the same thing. So I'm pretty sure they're they're backwards compatible, but mm-hmm. it's just optimized for it. So whenever there's a new version, like 2022 comes out, we add that to our render bot, which renders all these mm-hmm. like you, you give one model to upload it and then it makes all these other versions right. that are specific for the version of SketchUp that you're gonna be using. Yeah. So they just added this new format. Um, GFTL, which is for AR viewing. Oh. So I don't know if you saw that on there, no. but you can download your models now and then have them on your phone in an AR space, and then you can put them in your room. That's cool. View them, spin them, resize them. Does SketchUp so, have a uh, like an app, Apple iPhone? To to be determined. Oh. <laughs> uh, <Aww>. yeah.
1: <laughs> so how would you use it right now? Yeah,
2: for AR. For right now? Yeah. Um, so you would have to download the file yourself and manually get it onto your phone gotcha. but we're gonna have a qr code that just links it to your phone gotcha which is something i'm working on
0: that's cool that's
2: pretty so nice. thus far how how long have you been working there now uh just under six months yeah so you like it yeah it's a huge step up from my previous employer dish. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, no lie oof. <laughs> uh, oof. that's cool and you're remote yep remote for now uh going back to hybrid two to three days in the office sometime Relatively soon, now that the mask mandates have settled down and Mm. things kind of seem more likely to go back in person.
1: Will that be in Boulder?
2: Uh, So during the pandemic, they sold that building that was originally owned by Google and then were now in the Trimble headquarters in Westminster, which is maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes from Boulder.
0: Yeah. That's cool. The mask mandate ended this week. Yep. That's
1: crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Wild. Yeah, it's because in Douglas County we crazy. haven't had a mask mandate in like I know, <laughs> I know.
0: But I went to dinner uh on uh, Tuesday, um, to a steakhouse and like nobody was wearing like not even the employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was weird. It was yeah. like, and it, it was so funny that this restaurant my boss who frequents this restaurant quite often, it opened uh during the pandemic, so they built it. Wow pre-pandemic and then opened during the pandemic. And so since they've been open, everybody's been wearing masks, right? So my boss who goes there like twice a week or whatever, um, only knows he knows all the staff, but he doesn't know what they look like. <laughs> and so we went on Tuesday and he's like, "It's so weird seeing everybody's faces." Yeah. He's like, "I know everybody, but I don't know what they look like." Yeah. And so I'm wondering like kids at school, do they know what their class classmates look like oh, i mean true. i'm sure they do to some capacity because like true. you go outside and you you don't have to wear but i'm wondering if there's another like scenario where like you just don't know what your the people who you're interacting with look like totally. yeah
1: totally uh, sarah my wife she started her job in 2020 <coughs> mm-hmm. right and that's when everyone and actually they still wear masks at work and because uh, they're in a healthcare mm-hmm. setting and one day they had a uh employee lunch catering thing that they did so they were outside and it was the first time she had seen anyone's face <laughs> in like an entire year she's like that's what you look like <laughs> so that's really wild yeah uh, yeah
0: i got it yeah i got to imagine a lot of workplaces who have been in the office that and you started your job and yeah that's Hmm. it's it's uh you think you think this is it you think this is uh the downward
2: into the new normal what do they, what do they call it endemic endemic <laughs> endemic yeah. like yeah. well like it's just going to be something that we live with now going forward yeah, yeah. like we're not going to get rid of it we're all going to have it yeah do you we're think, all going to be exposed and it's not going to be as big of a deal i feel do you think we'll we'll go back to masks at some point i don't think we're going to go back to zero masks yeah. i feel like there's always going to be
1: in the airplane because people are
2: just gross you know like I, I went to disney for new year's and like people weren't wearing masks they're just gross yeah. like touching every like <laughs> yeah. after being that cautious for that long like i don't know if i can go back yeah. to being like Touch a so yeah. oblivious to like everything that's going on like yeah people just hacking up along on a handrail yeah, yeah like, like, <laughs>
0: uh, it's probably for, for sure there's probably good things that in that way and probably some bad things you know Maybe maybe a few hypochondriacs were spawned <laughs> out of this thing. Um, Definitely, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, somebody on somebody on TikTok was calling out the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. It was like they were talking about how there's a mask mandate still in LA. It ended on Tuesday or Monday or uh, Tuesday sure. after th- uh, the Super Bowl, and there was they were showing like how nobody was wearing a mask there, but yet like on Monday. All the kids have to still wear masks at the school, and yeah. they're like, "What the fuck is going on, people?" <laughs> but it's like it's kind of crazy how, um, you know, things like that weren't called out before. I guess they were, right? Uh, there's a lot of people.
1: It is super weird. Uh, like I went to Florida a couple weeks back, and at least all the places I went in, they the staff weren't wearing masks, which is weird because here, even without the mandate, mm-hmm. usually in the restaurants, people were still like wearing masks. So it was really weird to go there and not have any of that. And then come back here and it's like there's this rule that those those Mm -hmm. restaurant workers got to wear masks or whatever. And you're like, is it different?
2: Yeah. I got a taste of that like early pandemic because like, let's see, it was like March or probably June of 2020. So like a few months after it happened, I ended up going to Arizona with my family Hmm. and the restaurants there weren't. Requiring masks, it's like right. mm-hmm. month five of the pandemic. It's like yeah. what is going on? Like yeah. Arizona is just so didn't lawless. Exist there, like, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, can imagine Florida is similar. Florida like, was similar. Just savages down there. <laughs> I remember when
0: it was like July 2020. I went down to Florida, and that was when like everybody started to like recognize that Florida didn't give two fucks, and it was really bad there. Uh, comparatively, yeah, to the you know around the United States, and Ron DeSantis was getting shit on, and all this, and Um, I was like, I I had already made these plans. I'm like, I'm just going to go, is this a stupid idea? You know, I'm on the airplane and I get there and, uh, and yeah, like everything was normal there. And, you know, I I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Obviously, you know, post pandemic, we're going to do like a review, like a post mortem. (laughs) no pun intended. It actually Um, worked. If they like what worked, what didn't work, you know, I think I don't think it's going to be a breaking news that masks, cloth masks probably didn't work. Right. Social distancing probably didn't work. Um, Maybe they did. I don't know. Like, I think there's a lot of people saying that now, even like CNN, like they don't really work.
2: You know, I don't know. Yeah. It just depends on like the situation you're trying. Yeah. Like doesn't work. And what do you mean by that? Mm Because like, right. Like especially outside yeah
1: yeah like if i'm passing a group of people and i'm staying six feet away like the likelihood of me getting it might be one percent versus ten mm-hmm. percent mm. so maybe there's a difference there yeah but like if i'm on an airplane regardless of how much spit something's blocking if i'm on there for a certain amount of time maybe it's it's just enough time where the people around me would get sick yeah
2: no yeah matter what it is kind of like also depending on the mask too. Cause like obviously N95s are yeah. more yeah. protective. Oh, so like yeah. if everyone had an N95, would it be, def- would would it have been different? You know, I like, think which is why they
1: gave them out for free. Did you guys get yeah. yours? <laughs> yeah.
2: Two years late. You know? <laughs> I <laughs> know.
1: Right. It's like,
0: Oh, the pandemic's ending. Here's your mask. Here's yeah. your COVID test. Um, Yeah, it's super weird. So the federal mask mandate for the FAA, which is the Federal Aviation Authority, expires in mid-March, I believe. Mm. So at that point, they're going to assess whether or not they want to extend it. What do you guys think? You betting on them extending it?
3: Good question. Mm.
1: I feel like they probably will uh, because because, uh, I I think there's too many people who would kind of like lobby them to right mm. too much pressure yeah right if they didn't do it um i probably regardless of what they do will, will still wear one on a plane for a while uh i don't know if it provides any protection even versus like getting the flu or anything else when i'm traveling i usually don't want to get sick if i'm traveling somewhere yeah mm-hmm. and then coming back it also sucks to get sick yeah and i haven't gotten sick from flying in a while. And I feel like I used to get sick like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I did. So totally. Yeah. I think,
0: I think, yeah, I think it's going to be like, I don't know. I, I used to see people wearing masks even before the pandemic. in Airports. Like it was still mostly from, from like Asian, Asian culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's, that's kind of, you know, part of their, their, uh, their culture is wearing masks when you're sick. So I guess, um, Eh, probably still a good idea to wear one. I don't know. Yeah. Depending on the mask.
2: Yeah. I feel like it's all just legalese. How Yeah, likely are they to get sued in any event? <laughs> and for sure. That's, that's true. pretty much going to be the main driving factor for yeah. if it's going to get extended. Because yeah. you have
1: the employees too, right? Yep. So it's like if they get rid of it and then an employee happens to die from COVID, can they get sued?
2: Yeah. Right. Because right now, true. I don't know about all of the laws and stuff, but as long as they're. Obeying all the mandates and stuff, then they're not liable for those like those types of results. But right. if that goes away, then well, like the legal I mean, standing for those also go away. Like I, all they need is like when you buy your
0: airline ticket, they just need a little checkbox. I understand the risks inherently taking by flying with United Airlines, you know, or whatever, <laughs> and I uh, hereby
1: you know forfeit all liability.
0: That's all they need.
1: Yeah. I think they pretty much – I think they do that already. Probably. I think they said there's a risk of – like pretty much any anywhere you go where there's crowded people, mm-hmm. it's, it says something like there's a risk of getting the COVID-19 disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you okay with it? <laughs> and you're just like, I guess. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I need to get to California, so <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it'll be weird. Also, if you're traveling internationally, it, it probably will depend on – like once you get into international waters, right, like or over international mm. waters, you like take your mask off, and then you're like flying into the EU, and you're like, oh <laughs> I God, God. God. Yeah. like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah endemic. It's, it's weird. You like you go to the airport, and you're going into the sliding doors that go to the elevator from the parking garage, right? And then you like take the elevator up, and then you're in this big huge lobby where you check in and whatnot. But from the sliding doors, that's where they say, put your mask on here, regardless of whether there's anyone else in that area, in the elevator or near you Mm -hmm. in the lobby, like you, you're supposed to put it on by law. Yeah. So it's kind of funny, like if you had your own choice to do it, would you put it on there? Probably not. Right. You're not near anyone.
2: I don't know. What's like it's all ventilated it's all part of the same ventilation so i mean like unless they have some type of filter for that then theoretically you could still be contaminated in that small sliding glass door room so sure it's just like how like what type of caution do you want to take for this that's yeah because obviously you can go overkill gloves and everything but yeah what does that reduce few few percent like less likely to get it i don't know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah,
0: you know what's weird is, uh, Vail Resorts still requiring you to have a for inside, a vaccine card for inside. Yep, that's so weird.
1: It is weird, and it's 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 kind of dumb too because anyone could fake it. Yeah, it's super easy. I mean, oh, I, yeah. show I them just a showed a, a screenshot of, of yeah. my Walgreens vac- yeah. vaccination record. It mm-hmm. wasn't even like the card that yeah. I'm supposed to show or anything. Yeah. So.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
2: how 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 are you liking this season for snowboarding? Oh, I has been. Pretty good in the mid to late or we're in like almost late season now, yeah, it's kind like mid season it definitely picked up around christmas when when we went, yeah, that was like perfect, that was right great. before Christmas we got yeah what like six inches, and then Chase and I went up. Yep, had a great all time.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. It was snowing when nice you guys enough. were yeah, back. it was snowing the whole day.
2: Yeah, the um, entire day. Even though as we
0: left, yeah, it started snowing. Yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, the ride back was wild. Yeah, it was. Oh my god, we so many people. Up. people. The uh, even like Tunnel people with trucks, just, yeah,
1: like struggle. Isn't that back crazy? And up. they have chains on. Yeah, and yeah. You're just
0: like, what? So silly. It's like yeah, <laughs> all the Subs, all the Subarus are just trucking through. <laughs> yep. And Joe, you just got your new snow tires on. I did. Yeah. That's that's the that's a game changer. Oh, you got snow tires?
1: Yeah, I yeah. bought so actual snow tires. So you'll swap them out after winter. Yep, yeah. I'm storing them in my garage. Nice. My summer. So, you, is,
2: so you can do it yourself. You can switch them um, out yourself. You... No, you need to get them mounted. Okay.
1: It's
2: yeah, like ninety bucks or something like that. Oh, okay. A lot of people
0: don't know that that that's a thing. It's like snow tires and getting them swapped in is what. Especially our our uh, listeners in Florida. You know, like I moved out there out here and we had like they're studded tires you can get yours aren't studded but (laughs) um you can get studded tires and they work really freaking good insanely well yeah you can go on
2: straight ice with those yeah
0: it's it's crazy like uh our company van for a while we were doing that we'd Mm -hmm. uh, switch them out for studded ice tires or snow tires rather um yeah all right so are you like how do you how do you store the tires like what's the deal with that you just have you put them in your garage or your yeah uh, there's some or... uh, plastic bags and yeah stacked in my
2: garage right now gotcha
1: hmm. so you have four wheel or all wheel drive or four wheel drive yep right yeah i
2: just recently bought a 2021 Super x
1: okay and then you put the snow tires on there and do you actually notice a there have you been oh, in yeah. a situation where you notice it's it? crazy yeah
2: i've never driven a car with this much grip on it before so you're, yeah
1: you're never slipping anymore or, or not it's... really.
2: It slips, and then it just immediately catches. Like, as soon as yeah. the car realizes it's slipping, it, like, Cause transfers. It in, right? Yeah, because I, yeah. well, I have the STI, so there's, like, a, a central diff that can split the power even more between the front and back. Mm-hmm. So, like, as soon as it realizes that it, it's slipping. So, you're going to be out just out like,
1: on the Georgetown Lake riding around on there, right?
2: I probably could go down, go on there. You yeah. do it. I want to. <laughs> it looks yeah. fun. My brother-in-law, Justin, he really wants to as well. He's big into cars.
0: Yeah. We when we were coming back, we saw a bunch of people. Hell yeah, doing that, and they were drifting. Although yeah. it's like, are those tires good? Are you gonna be able to dr- drift with those on the ice? I'll straight up drift because I don't <laughs> have any. If, 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 you need the studded tires to have any traction the on the yeah, ice. So I'll just
2: be sliding all over the place yeah. on the straight. That's a, ice. a lot of fun though. They yeah. have like a little
0: course setup up and
2: everything. Yeah, they have cones. Yeah, little rate like race drifting. Yeah, pretty fun. Colorado stuff. <laughs> yeah my oh, you know oh.
1: my target has a sign that says no studded tires on the deck because they have an upper and lower parking deck oh yeah oh uh, <laughs> really yeah which is so funny oh shit oh yeah the one made up yeah i think it's like a, a th- it's yep. funny that that's a thing that people have to think yeah about. just
2: ruin the the top layer right. concrete
0: oh yeah i didn't even think about shit. that like off. the asphalt can handle it but yeah oh. certain concrete oh. can't i recently had to get new tires on my tesla and i've only owned it for like a year and a half what did you do? Oh. Launch, launching it. Uh, <laughs> the Tesla, well. the Tesla tires. <laughs> okay, stop. Tesla tires. Stock Tesla. No, they're, they were Michelin tires. Oh. Yeah, which is weird. The company that makes tires also rates restaurants. Yep,
1: isn't that weird? That's not the same
0: thing. No, it's the same as that company. It's the same. Company. Really? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So basically, this is how I learned what it means. Michelin sold, sells tires. They created basically a list of restaurants worthy to drive to. And the stars are based on uh, how hard it is to get to it and and how worth it is to get to it, to drive to it. Is that accurate? I'm
2: not familiar with what the stars mean.
0: So one star means like if you're passing through, you should stop and go to it. Two stars is like it's a little harder to get to, and it, but it's definitely worth the stop. Three stars, which is like the top of the top, is like go out of your way, drive to go go to it.
1: That's what it is. So what if it's like? Uh, do they have five star? Does it go up to five? I think stars? it's just three stars. Okay, if it's like three star in the middle of Paris where you can't even drive. Yeah,
0: there's some that are like insanely difficult to get to. Just like no get way. down that alleyway. Totally. does like what like Gordon Ramsay have some. No, two star no. Michelin or like no, not Gordon Ramsay. He's just a celebrity chef. Wait, Google this. How many? uh How many like Michelin star restaurants does Gordon Ramsay have?
2: Because he has like one that's like pretty famous, The Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, or, yeah, but that's not a Michelin star restaurant. I feel like it's just he's like Michelin star status, you know? Yeah, like, he is. Maybe
0: in the UK, maybe the in the UK he does. What's like? That's oh, you gotta go to this
2: like old town off the beaten path to, to get three stars like <laughs> that on top of a mountain i've also can't. heard like it's it's kind of
0: uh it's become somewhat bullshit now because it's so like political
1: or you have to like lobby for it and he has seven stars total Across his restaurants, yeah, yeah. So okay. it's not like seven necessarily seven restaurants. All right. Sorry, he, Gordon. He's had he's been awarded sixteen, which probably means that he sold the restaurants or something. Mm-hmm. At some yeah, point. gotcha. So he currently owns seven stars. So like he just deal, deal,
2: made but... a restaurant on top of a mountain, four <laughs> wheel drive required to get to you, three star. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I don't need...
1: serve pretty good burgers. So. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: that's crazy. Michelin. Anyway, so yeah, I uh, I after after a year and a half, under a year and a half, I had to get new new tires. Because that thing just fucking rips through. How many tri- miles you
2: put on it so far? Fifteen. Wow, under fifteen, yeah. It should last at least thirty. I know. Tires. That's what I thought too.
1: You know, they tell you that you're saving on gas, but they don't tell you how much. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we're watching much? it. Fun. You, <laughs> you have. You mean <laughs> mile per mile. You yeah. Know? Yeah, all so that all pollution, pollution from you tearing up your tires. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. And w- what I'm saving in carbon emission, I'm using up entire waste. Exactly. Um, it's yeah, crazy. I was pretty surprised because I took it into the dealership, uh, to get, um, shit, what was wrong with it? Um, there's a clicking noise when I was turning. Mm. And, um, they were like, hey, yeah, also your car needs new tires. It's got like two millimeters of tread left. And I was like, fuck. Like Damn. we can do it all in house for like thirteen hundred. And I was like, no. Whoa. No, thank you. <laughs> so so like, I took just all discounts? seasons. Yeah. So I took a discount discount tires like seven fifty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, no, thanks. Um Yeah, so um that's how I yeah, that's how I found out. Um also like they're they are Pumped to the max there, like in terms of, uh, everything—not recalls, but Tesla like Tesla discount. Tesla, oh, Tesla. Like there was no part, nowhere to park there. Like when I dropped it off, it's like eight o'clock in the morning. The entire p- parking lot's full of Teslas. Yeah. Um, you know they're just pumping out too many. I think, and I'm
2: pretty sure there was like a two hundred fifty thousand car recall last it, last year. Yeah, there was, but it was for the
0: f- for the frunk lunch. oh yeah. Gotcha. And, like, is that, like, it, 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 they say recall, and it's, it sounds like a big deal. Like, everybody stop driving. Oh, there's going to be a constant flow of people to yeah. those dealers to fix it. Well, yeah, there's that. But, like, I don't know. Like, my wife has a Ford uh, Fusion. It has, like, four recalls on it. Nobody ever talks about that shit, you know? <laughs> you, like, get them <laughs> you get them done? Yeah. you okay. When you send it, when, when it goes into the dealership, yeah. they just automatically go through and see. But when I, when I turned mine in, they were like, no, it doesn't have any recalls on it. But I had an email from Tesla saying like your car has a recall on it, blah blah blah. Mm. Um, but I guess it was the wrong batcher. Yeah, so yeah something. Yeah,
1: because I they have record of that. I had gotten a letter from Jeep, and they, it, what it said was, uh, listen, we're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not, we're not saying this is a recall, but we want to make everyone happy, you know, like good customer satisfaction, and. Uh, your Jeep probably, when you're going over 60 miles per hour and it's cold out, you're gonna have a hard time steering. <laughs> so we're gonna fix it on a goodwill. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? So yeah. Tesla has a frunk issue, yeah, where you can probably like it makes a noise probably when you're opening it, and then my Jeep, like it's not gonna yeah, crash yeah. It was you know and faster than. 60. Typically,
2: these recalls need to be over a certain threshold that they can get sued, and it wouldn't be yeah. worth them yeah. doing it anymore. Right, totally. Like, it's just a risk price.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Um, I think they're fucking. How
0: funny would that be if Jeep (laughs) actually sent you an email and it started with "Listen, (laughs) listen, guy, (laughs) (laughs) listen." It sounds like something like Spirit Airlines. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) or Elon would would tweet. (laughs) You know, like actually, I'm pretty sure
1: Mark Zuckerberg posted something like that in the last week on Facebook. Yeah, Yeah. probably. Listen, guys, please invest in facebook <laughs> please 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 uh
0: so ba- so i heard that uh they're now calling he's like he made a memo where it was like you're everybody who works for facebook or meta now is called a meta member or was that yeah. is that what it is meta yeah either meta, meta, meta member. member or like yeah. meta might
2: something stupid. how like cultish that. is
0: that it's like you must use the lingo meta members
1: that's so weird yeah he's weird
0: yeah, yeah, he's a weirdo. Um, We've always been. speaking of the metaverse. Uh, uh, um, have you bought your real estate yet?
2: <laughs> huh. Right next to Snoop Dogg, right now. Yep. <laughs> oh, <cool>. Me
0: too. <laughs> yeah. Can we all? Can we all just make a, like a bro pact right now to buy some some hello real
1: estate? I was thinking we could get like a lake house. Way? Right. Yeah. Serious Ooh. money for that. I know, but I I don't mean, got that we all chip money, in. Dude.
2: If we all chip in for the same lake house, I, I don't have a lot uh, of. This is Doge my play. Virtual play. world. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, like, we could
1: make it so that we can't see each other when we're there. That's true. No.
2: Yeah. I don't know about. I mean, there's so many different metaverses. Can which we talk about the in? the
0: real issue that we must address and face right now? Is sexual assault in the metaverse? <laughs> How that's, real of a thing do you think
1: that's going to be? That's gonna be totally going to be a thing.
2: It's, it's going 100%. to be a thing, but I don't think it's a valid. Yeah, I mean, the amount of shit talk you heard in Xbox Live. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you're good. Like nothing's going to phase you after that. Yeah. Everybody's but, moms were called out. Yeah, uh,
0: in, on Xbox Live,
1: <laughs> it got pretty bad sometimes. It was, yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. Like how how accountable are we going to hold each other in the metaverse? Right. That's a that's so if a,
1: you're in the Facebook or the Meta Metaverse, then you probably will be held accountable.
0: Yeah, there's gonna be like community guidelines, right? Yeah, just yeah. like there is when you're interacting with
1: people on Facebook. Yep, same thing. Yeah, and they censor mm-hmm. everything. So, but if you're on like Joe's Metaverse, then you can do whatever you want. Yeah, mine's and
2: open. Dark Web Metaverse. Ooh, nice. open source. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> sick.
2: Uh, uh, is OnlyFans
0: gonna
1: have their own Metaverse where you go in and it's just a bunch of tits, <sighs> dicks, and. That would be interesting. I think that uh, one day we'll have like one metaverse that they all connect to. Yeah. Right. Because well, it's like have, one internet. You know? Yeah. So you'll you'll yeah exactly you'll have the these common protocols that the metaverses can implement, and then you can travel between them. So you'll have like the OnlyFans or Playboy mm-hmm. metaverse where you can go into that area <laughs> if you're over eighteen. <laughs> Who knows if you're over eighteen? I don't know. <laughs> Runs on the blockchain so you can't censor it, right?
3: <laughs>
0: That's the thing is like that the whole like web 3.0 or whatever yeah. they're calling it. And, and somebody on TikTok described it actually really well because I've been trying to grasp my head around it in with my concerns. And the way they put it was these aren't new technologies. No. These are just new ideas with existing technologies technology
2: well i guess like the blockchain integration is the new technology that is but everything else has existed yeah
0: like the metaverse is really just like a new idea to use and get people to use uh uh, virtual reality headsets yeah Uh, i think so yeah that's the only way you can interact with the metaverse for now right
2: now yes
1: but eventually there'll be like AR glasses. Well yeah, there's be yeah, I guess so. Well yeah. so it's not
2: y- going to be like It doesn't even have to be a VR and you can just get yeah. it on
1: your computer like Second Life. Yeah. It. It's yeah. going
2: to be Second Life 2.0, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right.
1: In fact, I think Second Life literally said that they're coming like they're yeah, m- implementing a metaverse. That is a metaverse, right? right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. it is.
0: It's just like a it's like a low latency metaverse 2.0. Yeah, exactly. It's like how I mean, I I, ge- I guess we can uh I guess we could assume that like with neuralink and stuff like that you wouldn't need even ar glasses mm. right so like the the interface between the metaverse becomes more tangible or more real to you because you're not having to like wear anything mm. you know um and you can access it like just instantly probably i think that's probably the that's the real like when i think of like when people t- hype up the metaverse i'm like Dude, I was on PlayStation, what was it, PlayStation Worlds or whatever it was? Yeah. yeah. Like back in the day, don't fuck with me. I know, like, this <laughs> has been around been, yeah. for a while. <laughs> like, like Mark Zuckerberg was just trying to save his company because he knew in a couple of months that their entire company was going to face crazy, crazy decline because of how well, the, the changes Apple's implemented yeah. in their uh, ecosystem.
1: Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like everyone has an online identity now, especially now because of the pandemic, even older, a lot of older people who didn't have one before kids who are going to school uh, who didn't have one do like every kid has a phone, a laptop. Mm -hmm. Most most kids have laptops, at least in the U.S. And so it kind of makes sense that now we're moving towards something like that more than we did before. Um, But, yeah, it's probably like a 10 or 20 year thing before we really are like going to work in the metaverse type thing mm. i mean it may be sooner but well, like, i don't know if people really want to adopt what
2: percentage that. of people do you see working in the metaverse
1: well i think i think uh it depends how things continue to go with work from home if companies continue to embrace it then it's probably not that big of a deal but um i'll tell you that for me at least um i wish that i had uh, a place to go maybe once a week or once every couple weeks or something to work with my team um, I've worked from home for five years now and I, I like it's it's different so when like when our team estimates projects we take into account that we're across the globe uh, like not being in the same time zone for instance is one one big thing which the metaverse may not actually help but being able to be in the same room with someone and talk to them and have a whiteboard or, like, a computer there or whatever and show them things versus just talking over the intercom is, it's, it can be valuable.
2: Well, so, how do you, like, compare that to, like, the Google Meet features or Zoom features that have, like, whiteboards built in, breakout rooms, yeah, and everything else that pretty much you would need without VR?
1: Yeah, kind of. I mean, I guess it it's, uh, it holds you more accountable, maybe, So like I am usually in meetings where half the team or three quarters of the team are pretty quiet most of the time Mm. because I'm not sitting here across from you talking like they're probably doing other work or on their phone or something else. Right. And so uh, I think it eliminates a little bit of that. Like everyone's probably guilty of doing that every once in a while. (laughs) Like I can't tell you how many times I've been on a meeting and also been working on something. Yeah, I do that. I'm not not paying attention uh even though sometimes i should um so i don't know i think it can be helpful but uh and especially if companies decide that they don't want the work from home thing but they do want people to be in the office mm. i think that's a good alternative to to not having to take your talent pool from the town that you're in cuz there's a lot of good companies that exist in small towns or small cities that don't have a lot of tech talent for instance Um, and if you can hire across the entire U S or at least in your time zone, it's pretty valuable.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just don't, I don't see everybody wearing a tech wearable and like doing the whole virtual meeting that way. Mm. Um, and maybe that's because like whenever I wear a VR headset, I get super nauseous very quickly. Yeah. Um, so if we are going to expect everybody to do that, they have to bridge that problem. Yep. I yeah. was just real concern. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. But what if it's AR, though? I mean... I, I don't think there's... I
0: mean, I don't, it may be a little less nauseous, but you're still going to run with that issue. You're seeing things that aren't there. That's the problem, right? You're seeing things that aren't there and your body thinks they are no the problem is more problem. is that
1: you're moving but your body's not
2: moving. yeah the right disconnection yeah, yeah. between what you're seeing and what right you're doing yeah doing. that's it yeah so with
1: ar you can move around a room mm-hmm. um and you like you don't actually know if that picture on the wall over there is actually there yeah yeah right maybe it's your contacts that are maybe yeah that i guess
0: like i'd be there. more convinced if it was like if apple came out with like their apple glass and it was like no different from what you guys are wearing right now and layered over real actual like Mm -hmm. holographic, you know Um, then, then I could probably buy and do it. But otherwise, like I think we all look fucking ridiculous wearing (laughs) a VR. Like I seen like TikToks of some guy having a date with a VR and he's like Uh, in his house, like, like, (laughs) like, uh, and you're like, you're a fucking loser. (laughs) Like, Like you look like a fucking idiot. Um, and I just don't, like ready player one, I think is like, is kind of like our back to the future or like the back to the future of its time. Right. Like, like using current or a current understanding of technology and like how that would like look like, you know, in, in in the future. it's like, you're not going to be wearing this clunky looking fucking thing. Like it's going to get a lot, it's gotta be a lot better, you know, where it's like, it's seamless or integrates with us like biologically.
1: Right. For sure.
2: Um, did you watch the Facebook Metaverse trailer, intro, yeah. explanation video? Yeah, I did.
1: Yeah, The one that was like a couple of months back. Yeah, yeah, it was like
2: almost an hour or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch all of it though. Yeah. yeah, most of it was kind of ridiculous. There's only one point that I would say is like a valid point that like monitors, actual physical monitors would get replaced with mm-hmm. just virtual screens. Because mm-hmm. there's no difference between you just staring at the same depth all day compared yeah. to you just looking at a visual or like not just a software projection of that, you know, totally. Yeah. So I like, can definitely see there's virtual monitors and workspaces. And mm-hmm. then you just have a keyboard on your desk and you don't need actual monitor. That's the only thing that I saw from that video. Yeah. That would actually be like mainstream, like AR usable. Don't you think there's something,
0: uh, like something, uh, what's the opposite of romantic? I'm trying to think of the word, but it's not romantic. Uh, like thinking about like virtual monitors and virtual, like I could wear a glass and have live in a box sure. essentially and everything's projected on it. And I have, you know, a big theater room now, like my entire walls now, uh, you know, a a big TV or whatever. Mm -hmm. This Um, is
1: exactly what I've been telling you. You need to get in on the ground floor, guys. (laughs) You need to build a business where we develop virtual furniture. Yeah. Virtual, we we create virtual brands now so that people know them in the future. Like, do you want your, the brand, of tv that we created right (laughs) because people like brands like yeah sure you could create someone else could create a a a model of a tv or whatever they want or a model of a house or a couch or sunglasses or whatever but you have the brand Mm -hmm. established brand that's there it
0: just (laughs) it just seems so empty like
2: cold and sad
1: yeah the future is cold and sad. i mean
2: do you think current online video games you get that feeling from? Um, no, just, because just, uh, like-
0: basically it allows you to role play. I think there's there's a bit of like, um, but there's but I can always like come out of that and uh, and and be grounded in in reality. Mm. You know, and I feel like if we're gonna just be living in blank wall, white wall <laughs> boxes, like
2: it's definitely not gonna be blank wall, like it's yeah the the first people to actually make any money off the metaverse are going to be digital designers
0: well yeah that but 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 going back to like your office workspace like you're going to need it
2: to be like all blank like gray walls right i can be at my physical desk just with no monitors and just a keyboard in front of me yeah and that's what i can see actually happening
1: your office can integrate with the ar
2: yeah but
0: why? Why would you? Why would you spend money on physical things when you can just put up a, a fake to type art, on, yeah. fake artwork on the wall, yeah, that's fine. Fake books on a shelf, <laughs> like it's no difference to you, right? You True. see them the same way you would if you took your AR glasses. Yeah,
1: but off. again, why do you care if like the picture on the wall is real or not?
0: Um, that's so- a really that's that's the that's the moral dilemma I'm trying to. It's not really a moral dilemma, but it's a dilemma none, nonetheless. Like. Um, maybe because, uh, I'm trying to grasp like why physical things matter over but, digital things. Right.
1: You're thinking about like your reality because everyone's, or some people see reality differently. Like mm-hmm. I may see that picture kind of like in a different way that you do. Yeah. And so just think like if I gave you a house and I had designed it and decorated it the the way that you liked it and you just came into the house, you're like, I'll buy this because mm-hmm. I, I like the way it looks. Yeah. And you didn't realize that everything in there was all fake, and it's just being projected by your contacts or something.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's the. It's a question I still have hard time answering, but it's. It's one that a lot of people have thought of. Like for instance, that Walking Phoenix film, her. Yep. The dilemma is in that movie is, it's f- it's a fake person, but the love that he feels for that fake mm-hmm. person is is real.
2: Have you heard the saying perception is reality? Perception is yeah, right. Exactly what it is. I mean, you just perceive what you want and that's mm. your reality that you live in. But then it then it becomes uh
0: but then it can be taken away so easily, right? I think that's the the problem is um like, like the metaverse servers go down. The metaverse servers go down <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden
1: um your kills himself.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like or like uh You know, everybody's afraid of like a sun, a sun, um, a UV uh, electromagnetic uh, wave coming and blowing out all the servers. Now suddenly, you are in a a white box with nothing (laughs) on your walls, and your girlfriend who you've been dating, who is a a, who is a AI, is now
2: non-existent. Now you have nothing. But I don't know because like people spend real world money in video game currency all the time, Mm -hmm. so it's like that can just go away in an instant but the people that play the video games, that's their reality. Like, that's what they're perceiving. That's what they want to spend their time and money on. So it's like, yeah, I, I don't, don't see it any different than yeah. you spending a lot of money in Half-Life right now to get mm-hmm. your Half-Life character up to where you want, because that's what you want to do with your time and money.
0: Yeah, I think, I think, uh, so yeah, I totally get what you're saying, but there's something very hollow that when I play, like for instance, the new game that we're playing is Dying Light 2. Yeah. Um it's a great game you know it has its problems and it it's there's certainly a point where like you get to you get to playing it for like 20 30 40 50 hours and then you're like i feel hollow inside i don't like not getting much out of this game anymore yeah i mean we're human beings we need more than just video games to like feel like i know but fulfilled. The, what but... i'm saying is like what is it that what what is it? Is it the the the, the tangial the tangible um, reality that gives like that warm feeling of, of purpose, or is it like, you know, it's something that doesn't really actually exist in reality? Well, that I don't it,
1: know. It may not it's even be weird.
0: That.
1: I mean, it, it it's like uh, it may be out of necessity. Right. like if if you're if you needed to work and your company is like will pay you this amount of money you work from home but you have to sign into the work place metaverse <laughs> yeah. every, like twice a week or something and then that's what you have to do and that, and then right. you adopt it but mm-hmm. we're also talking about kind of like a a an unrealistic world i think because in reality like half the people don't really accept this kind of stuff. Like a lot of people, you were bringing up the whole uh, people being afraid of the sun's radio wave or whatever waves, uh, like people aren't going to adopt this. And I kind of wonder if it will turn into more like a cyberpunk type s- society where th- stuff exists. Maybe it's expensive. Maybe it's not. Some people get it. Some people don't because it gives them some kind of advantage whether they like it or not, and they're willing to adopt it.
0: Mm-hmm. I also feel like, um, I don't know, I feel like there, there's a feeling that you get when you go on a hike, right? Like sure. this is like fulfilling like warmth and um, like you're interacting with like the real world. I feel like there's something very hollow about the digital world that you will never be able to get the same feeling out of. Is that
2: just going on in your your previous experiences? Because I mean...
0: Uh, yeah, that's fair. Theoretically, 100
2: years from now, the metaverse could be indistinguishable from reality. Totally,
0: totally. It's like the Matrix, right? Yeah. Like it, the dilemma of, uh, I can't remember the character's name, but he betrays uh, his his crewmates, and he's oh, like yes. at the restaurant mm-hmm. uh, deliberating with the, or negotiating with the, the guy, and he's like eating the steak, and he's like, fuck, I know this isn't real, but my brain doesn't know the difference. Yep. It's like, if we ever get to that point, fuck, I don't know, because like, because right now in a video game you have like an orange and you're like fuck i don't can't taste the orange i can't smell the orange it has no it's hollow it has no meaning for me as of today And i paid two dollars in microtransactions to get this (laughs) orange and my character is eating it but like that there's like there's still that that latency issue right the 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 um like I, uh, I can't interface with it like the same way I can interface with a, a real orange in the real world. Yeah, not
2: gonna get nutritional value from a virtual thing, but like if you had gloves that you can feel the orange, origin orange in your hand, yeah, it would make you connected.
0: Yeah, and there's a, there's a, that's a step towards like mimicking reality, yeah. but I still can't bite into it and taste it and smell it. Sure.
1: Yeah, but maybe it's less for the experience and and more, less for the the physical you experience and more for the mental experience of mm-hmm. like i in my game that i like role-playing and can like buy an like a physical orange that i can feel for my character mm-hmm. and then like digitally eat mm-hmm. so that they aren't hungry and it mm-hmm. produces some kind of advantage in the game that i'm playing mm-hmm.
0: yeah but like, then i'm still hungry
1: you're still hungry. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, we're not going to be okay, living but, our lives 100% yeah, in the metaverse. But this doesn't mean – it, it's not like – But I want to be. It's not like this whole thing fulfills all your wants and desires. Like It fulfills like a set of desires or necessities.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I could just see a lot of people depressed in the future more so than now
1: yeah and also i have this idea you put a tube in the glove right guys and then like you're eating the orange and it squirts orange shit in your mouth and it no, tastes like an it, orange it won't
0: be that it'll be we have all have an implant and when you bite into to that <laughs>
3: it that, your brain that gray thing <laughs> it releases a,
0: <laughs> it sends a signal to your brain to make you think that you're eating a citrus fruit and you get the smell and all the sensations because it's literally just, like, tapping into your yeah. neurons that way. Exactly. They're
2: pretty close to that right now with the Neuralink stuff. Yeah.
1: They say that.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, at least in terms of, like, yeah. restoring, like, some type of sight to mm-hmm. people. Like, mm-hmm. just bypassing, like, yeah. the physical bridge and going straight to, like, stimulated bridge. You know? Right. I saw
0: that they're having, like, uh, like animal, like, testing ethics, like, yeah. quite being questioned. Like, come on, guys a few monkeys got to die for us to get our brain implant. That's the way it's got to be, okay?
1: I mean, a lot of companies do it. Maybe this well. is how
0: Planet of the Apes starts. They give the the monkey they give like 12 monkeys, you know, or 11 monkeys out of 12 monkeys the implant. They all fail and then the 12th monkey it wins and he turns and he becomes intelligent.
1: Dude, they're they're pretty smart. I don't know. I mean, just cuz they don't speak our language doesn't mean there. What do you that like monkey I, advocate? Yeah, I am obviously. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I've seen too much stuff on the internet. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> to, to to know to not know that they're intelligent.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. that's interesting. They're coming for us. <laughs> um, do you think monkeys would be out of all the species the ones that come for us? I guess right because they're the closest to us biologically. Like just primates, what in just general, like attacking? Right? Yeah, like humans? if there's any real threat to us, uh, if if an animal became intelligent, uh, as or even more intelligent than we are, uh, what would no, be the biggest
2: nukes. threat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, nothing's going to touch. <laughs> we have nukes. nothing's going to touch humans <laughs> anymore nuke? after that. Okay, nuke, yeah. after like the Monkeys? initial like <laughs> separation.
1: Okay, Russia <laughs> invades Ukraine. The U.S. and U.K. protect Ukraine. Russia starts nuking us. We nuke them back. Takes everyone out. Takes all the nukes out. Wasteland. Not many humans left. We find out that (laughs) apes are immune to radiation poisoning. Whoa. And they take over.
2: The 12th ape with the brain implant survives. Mm -hmm. Takes Mm -hmm. over. Yeah. um,
0: I'm just going to become friends. (laughs) With the ape. Yeah, just like, please, I always love monkeys. Don't listen to episode 28 of At the Lucky Duck, where I (laughs) said, fuck y'all. A couple of y'all have to die in order for me to get my my Neuralink. Um, Yeah, maybe you should have attacked a less
1: intelligent animal.
0: That's true. Like a pig. Whoa. You ever listen to Limetown? It's a podcast. Nope. It's about Neuralink, basically, before Neuralink was uh, even started at... Uh, Elon's company okay so he copied. um yeah, he basically stole it from them they test uh their their device on pigs and they and according to that story, I have seen something about that yeah yeah they um f- have emotions yeah, yeah they do they do yeah the whole the whole it's great if you guys haven't listened or uh it's actually a uh facebook um Facebook watch uh show with Jessica Beale called limetown hmm. basically um they develop uh, in this, like, small town, closed off from society. It's a science experiment. They give half of the people implants and half the people not implants. And the people with implants can read each other's minds, you know. So the testing phase was a guy got the implant and a pig got the implant, and he was, like, the caretaker of the pig. So he, like, felt all the emotions of the pig and, like, he ended up like becoming depressed when they end up killing the pig because he sure. felt the pain of and suffering of the pig dying
1: so now just imagine that as reality and a pig could talk to you yeah yeah so then would you still eat pigs totally, <laughs> totally. I'm looking I at Joe it. and I'm like Joe looks pretty tasty right now <laughs> whoa
2: there wasn't any legal <laughs> <repercussion>, I mean <laughs> <laughs>
0: um bacon's bacon dude sorry i've already yeah, crossed that bridge i already crossed that bridge i already know what you taste like it's fucking delicious um sorry and if it comes up if it comes down to whether or not i gotta not, not i don't have enough resources to live and there's a pig
1: pig's going okay so the pig comes up to you it's in your backyard you're growing the pigs right it comes up to you and it's like please chase don't kill me mm-hmm. you, you still slaughter it my Sorry, mind's, I got a family to feed. All you. I can all I can smell is is bacon. At that point, all you can smell. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
0: my brain's tricking. I'm so hungry. All I can think of is like, how many bacon strips can I get out of this this pig? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna grab my AR headset, and it's gonna show pre where I need to make inc- incisions
1: <laughs> to skin it and see and this. See, this is a up. perfect. Thing this is perfect for AR. So you can eat something that's not bacon, but have it taste oh. and smell and feel like bacon.
0: That's true. Like if, if they could develop something like a protein bar um that, you know, uh has a consistency. Or maybe does it, it doesn't
2: even need to be real. I mean, just your brain's just all electrical yeah. signals. Just, it could be styrofoam. Just tickle it in the right way and you it tastes bacon, right? But you can't trick your your
0: um, stomach into you know breaking down the nutrients
2: i think yeah, you're not gonna get nutritional value i need it. that to live
1: though it's probably mm. more likely now that we'll be able to grow synthetic bacon oh 1000 yeah or we can have a device that lets us smell and taste bacon <laughs> at that point why are we
0: keeping <laughs> pigs around that that you know
1: exactly that's what i've been saying
0: like for Price. real though why would you have pigs what what like there's there's certain animals where you're like if we do make 100 percent of our resources our food resources in a lab you know and it's all synthetic biologically synthetic um you know cows pigs chickens mm-hmm. what are we keeping them around for
1: so you're are you suggesting we just let them go and live their lives, or are mm-hmm. you saying we need to slaughter them all because they're gonna take our resources? No, I think there's
0: there's a there's a certain point where like the rise of meat grown lab or <laughs> lab grown meat <laughs> starts to rise, and at the same point, right? We we live in a in a in, in a capitalistic market, right? The 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 market changes, and then the they stop, um, they close down. Farms, yep. factory farming goes away and then you now have uh at the end of at the at the uh very peak of lab grown meat you have just a few leftover open field farms and at that point too there are even any open fields left because we had to build uh houses and these on top of those because of overpopulation
1: and you have to grow the labs yeah like you, you still probably need that land so you can produce and store all the meat that would have been there true
0: and also Uh, remember when overpopulation was a big deal and now we're like seeing population decline you think that's a gonna continue or are you gonna stop seeing
1: i think it's still a big deal in certain regions of the world
2: like just the u.s or worldwide the u.s
1: there there was
2: like less people yeah first born than people died
1: yeah i think uh all right
2: yeah, that that's true? that's the statistic that I saw too, but yeah. uh, I don't know because like is that just a symptom of the pandemic, people not interacting, people dying at a higher rate, you know, 2% more people die, 2% less people get.
0: Well, if that's the case, then we should have seen stuff. that more people were born than died because there's a lot more people dying it should outweigh
1: the statistic, right? Mm. well it's not it's different statistic because yeah the, the first statistic was <clears throat> that there were less people in the u.s this year than there was last year right? born like alive Net,
2: oh just total Is that what it was? net net gain i saw net gain yeah net gain right yeah. so
1: which means that there were like altogether like there may have been more people who died more people who were born but the net was that there were there were less people
2: mm-hmm it wasn't negative. It was like just less than last year. Yeah. Less than last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was negative. No, no, no. It's not like we lost people. Oh, yeah. We just grew at a slower rate. Yeah, so yes. For the first time. More
1: p- right. people could have even been born, but just more people died. Because like more people, like Joe said, more people died last year.
2: The net growth of the U.S. population has Right, not but I think them. also
0: they said less babies were born than last year.
1: Hmm. Which yeah. also could make sense because there's probably a lot of people thinking that the future was kind of uh, unclear. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't know what was going to you think about so like there's more
0: babies. as contraceptives become cheaper, they become more available. Less people want to have
2: kids. Could I don't know real... if it's like a contraceptive thing. I think it's more of just like. Societal pressures type thing. Like Yeah. Well I mean I'm saying people combination. Live stress free is a huge driving factor if they're gonna have kids or not. Like Japan has been facing this for a while, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Um true. And that's
2: gotta be because of a societal. Yeah, just people aren't having
0: two plus kids, you know. Right.
2: Three minimum to grow a population.
0: Yeah, I wonder at some point are we gonna face the same thing where it's like, uh, now it starts to uh, uh, economic futures start to turn down right because a growing economy requires more and more people to buy shit and yeah. if there's less people to buy shit then there's less fucking apples sold or bought
1: but probably if you have less people being produced in your own country then you allow more People to immigrate to your country
0: well also you should you know there's uh, I think Japan what they've done is like subsidize uh, having children right
1: we do that here too
0: to a certain extent right but not in the same way I don't think mm-hmm. like the, the, the like the government would incentivize you to have a kid like we'll pay you to have a kid because yeah. it will in turn uh, grow our economy yep. um, cetera,
1: but you don't like keep getting that right it's like one like you don't get like five.
0: Right? Well, yeah, when they solve the problem, they they reel back the, the the
1: program. No, but I mean, is it like oh they want you to have kids? That's like the whole yeah. point. But there are some people who will who will uh, produce more for society than others, mm-hmm. right? Because like the 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 incentive, this the subsidized whatever, uh, this payment that they're giving isn't there because they're being ethical. Uh, they're not like we just want people to feel good and have babies. They want like hardworking, uh, intelligent people.
0: I don't think they're, that sounds picky. I think they just need more warm bodies at that point. So they're like for each kid that you have, you get X amount of tax credit. They have child tax credits right now. How many people did you grow up that with
2: that had more than two siblings? Cause that's growing a population. Right?
0: Cause, yeah. Cause you, have, only to have, one re- si- you have to one replace sister. your, you have to replace. Yep. So like yourself, basically. my parents net net zero i mean we had we have six uh, yeah five siblings yeah. okay so you
2: guys are up yeah. three <laughs> we did our part okay you my guys are contributing yeah. yeah but i'd be like growing well, then, up i didn't know that me i knew maybe really a handful of people close to me that had more than one i don't sibling. know i think we i knew a lot of people we, we
1: did because our family knew like uh we're socially in with People like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess so. Big through, family, through different that organizations that and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I
0: see. I mean, the whole it, there's a our family uh, was you know uh, gr- we grew up Catholic, so there there was like a, a it's like a running joke, like oh you you come from Catholic parents, they didn't use condoms or anything, yeah. so they had a bunch of kids. Um, for the TV in the bedroom, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. Did our parents have a TV in the bedroom? um i don't think so right
2: well that explains it wow yeah
1: well you know tvs were like expensive back then. (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i can't way cheaper i think we had like one tv in the entire house you can get like a
0: fucking 85 inch at costco
1: for like 1200 (laughs) bucks it's so crazy (laughs) silly (laughs) it's insane i was i got i bought a 75 inch like last year, like a a little, little bit higher end one. Uh, but then the other day I was thinking, and I hadn't, I haven't bought a TV since then, like since, uh, 12 or 13 years since that happened. And so I I went to, I was thinking I would put another smaller TV in my bedroom. And so I went to target the other day and it was like $250 for a 50 inch TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: They're just so cheap. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, think you, know, you could have guessed that, right? You know, as as technology becomes yeah. more and more developed and available, it becomes cheaper to manufacture. Yada yada. Except for GPUs, that
1: got way more expensive. Uh, <laughs> Anything with a chip in it,
2: right? It's yeah. just the supply chain.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's like that's not going anywhere though. natively. That's like a new
1: normal.
2: The supply chain. No, G- chips, <laughs> GPUs. I can see it getting fixed in the next 10 years.
0: 10 years, dude.
2: Yeah. That's
1: 10 years. That's like a whole generation. Do you think it will? Because as we continue to progress, we use more and more chips and yes. more and more, more silicon.
2: silicon. So right now there's a handful chips. of countries that produce the majority of chips. So as soon as it starts going local, like Foxconn puts a play in the US to make mm-hmm. chips, then... The supply chain issue will diminish, yeah. I guess, mm. yeah. Um,
1: that's suspicious,
0: but I don't know if that's gonna well, make they're trying to do that, cheaper because yeah, they will need to pay people higher wages in the United States, which is going to make the oh, product, yeah. Robot, yeah, robots, yeah, robots, rubits, yeah. Rub- rubits, no. rubits, um, yeah, I guess so. Um,
2: what are you are you mining? Uh, crypto right now uh, i slow down did you yeah i only have it on like whenever i remember to turn it back on after gaming yeah <laughs> i don't make sure that it's on every night right 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 so you're just
1: using your computer's cards yeah cards? i have a 3070 okay mm-hmm. oh that's what i have yep nice yeah that's I've cool lost, so i was able selling? to get my hand
2: on one right after it came out like yeah, november good. december of, what 2020
1: yeah or 2021 i got mine um last year
2: yeah some point last
1: year yeah. After the new egg shuffle, yeah, got lucky. lucky. <laughs> yeah. I had to
2: buy mine off my buddy from Boston, <laughs> yeah, because Boston had a ton of them at that time. Really? And oh, Denver had zero. Interesting. So.
0: Yeah, Miles got got. Uh, we we got wind somehow through like a Discord yeah. chat that there was a thirty. There was a couple thirty eighties at Micro Center mm-hmm. in town, and uh, so Miles ran over uh, for me because he already got his thirty seventy. Uh, 'Cause I wasn't I was doing something, I don't know, working at yeah. the house and I wasn't responding. I was like, I'm too busy. <laughs> yeah. Nice like, guy needs this. Yeah. <laughs> uh and they had one thirty ninety left. Yeah. And so I was like, fuck it. Let's just get The most get expensive $130.90 yeah, like you can probably like four hundred <laughs> bucks. Um but it's a beast. Like I think it gets like a hundred and on average like a hundred and six a hash rate. Yeah. For Ethereum. Right. Um, and go higher than that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It yeah. fluctuates. Mm-hmm. It's like average. It's yeah. Like I think you could or push something. it to like one twenty or something yeah. like that. Uh. But, um, I I, <laughs> I was just telling him the other then the other night I was running, uh, Cyberpunk, Borderlands three, <laughs> and I was mining all at the same time. Yeah. With that thing and no didn't, FPS
2: skip a <laughs> didn't skip a beat didn't skip a beat crazy if like... i leave
1: my miner on and i start a game it immediately crashes yeah okay
2: i noticed a difference that but mine doesn't crash completely
1: i yeah. changed my settings like on the through um are you like underclocking it or undervolting it yeah uh yeah it's like uh keeping the chip cooler and then allowing it to use less i think it's undervolting i can't remember so it, it like can't support doing both, hmm. that. but it allows it, the chip to stay cooler, and then uh, it can still use it at a hundred percent, and then it doesn't get as hot. I think it just saves the life of it too.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, mine's running like twenty four seven. Yeah, so it just hasn't been like... worth it. It's only like
2: what two fifty a day or something like that right now. Yeah, when it was like closer to eight bucks, then I was like making sure it was on all the yeah. time because <laughs> I don't know my card has paid for itself twice over yeah so it's like yeah that's really all i wanted to do yeah i guess
1: the idea is that it'll be worth more in the future so if you're getting it now you're getting at a discount
2: yeah that is the the golden idea yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) like everyone everyone for
1: uh like all of history of bitcoin uh like i I mean, even with a GPU, you can mine Bitcoin. It just sucks. So you don't really get much out of it. But it's always been unprofitable unless you had like an ASIC miner or something.
2: Right? Uh, No. Well, it depends on what type of mining. Because I was mining back in like 2010, 2011. Yeah. Right. And but, I was profitable then. Sure. With but, my like 1660. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but once they started making the specialized miners then the profitability with the GPU kind of went away. And so it was kind of like, it was like with the cost of electricity and the cost of the chip, it would take a while for you to make anything. And so a lot of people wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. But then it was like, at that time, Bitcoin was $5, $50, $100, whatever it was. And then, uh, so if you were getting it unprofitably back then, Mm -hmm. and then it went up to $40,000, then you made a huge profit. Yeah, sure. right.
2: Yeah, that is that is true, but like you can go mine Bitcoin by yourself and not in a pool, and right. then you get super lucky, and then you get granted. Well, right now it's like what six point two five Bitcoin. Yeah, but that was like a one in ten like million, million 10 chance. Years it's you not can- even <laughs> likely. Yeah, it's not like it, it could happen first try though. Right, like, mm-hmm. it's just a probability. The probability. So you good. join a pool to increase your shared. Revenue. Yeah, right. I think
0: I mean I think I think it's you. You just be better off just buying it.
2: So, I mean, like, like back because in energy high school, like 2011, there, I knew this guy. His name was Anthony. He was mining on the school computer Dogecoin. On the <laughs> and, and then there. he was gambling it on a crypto gambling site. <laughs> and then, like, I haven't kept in touch with him, but like, he was doing this for like all in our computer science class all year. He had the entire back row to himself. So he had like a ton of computers and just all depositing. So, like, yeah, if he held on to that, that would have been worth a shit ton of money. Yeah. But yeah he was profitable at the time too. So it's just like, depending on your approach at it, I guess.
1: Yeah. Which uh, that's so weird. Like at the time, that was probably the most, it was, least likely uh coin to be profitable. It was solely for the, for the meme.
2: That's all yeah, it right. was. It's,
1: yep. It's crazy. So if you actually kept it, it was because you just forgot about it. it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you forgot about <laughs> it. I not yeah, care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, it's so weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. From getting into it that early, because I was just interested in it, this has the technology back in high school. And then I didn't really do anything with it in college. And then it exploded now. And then reflecting back on it, nothing I can do. I mean, just learning. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was a pretty cool technology. And I was doing what I could with it at the time. But now, I don't know, it's definitely not functional. So it's only just a profitable thing. That's that's what I see it as right now. Mm. Blockchain? just the current cryptos Hmm. yeah i guess
1: i think it could be functional depends how you use it
2: yeah but there's no standards yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so like if you were to like
1: there's standards on ethereum but like that one sucks
2: right uh
1: i mean you can't really do anything with it because it's too expensive
2: what just the the gas prices right now yeah but that's going to change completely with proof of stake.
1: Maybe. What do you mean,
2: maybe? That's the whole point
1: of it, <laughs> right? But you still have to reward stakers. Yes. Right? And stakers aren't going to like it. It's a lot of uh, money that you have to stake. You
2: put money up, and then the more stakers that there are, the less money each staker makes.
1: Right. Exactly. And so, because, like, the price of gas is expensive because they can't output enough transactions Correct. at once but i don't think that really changes with proof with
2: eth 2.0 it will because they up because of the whole sharded blockchain they can handle like 64 times the amount of transactions
1: but per that's second. still like like in the low thousands of transactions per
2: i've seen what, hundreds second? of millions or hundreds of thousands
1: hundreds of thousands
2: per second Huh. with eth 2.0 sharded I blockchain wonder.
1: that'll be that'll be uh Good then should buy more Ethereum, yeah. I mean, <laughs>
2: if you think it's actually going to be used to do smart contracts, and like mm-hmm. if you see yourself signing a lease through the blockchain in your lifetime, then it would be worth it. I just don't see that happening hmm. because of just like these massive institutions that control all of this stuff are not going to get on board with that because it's decentralized and they have less control over the system. It's like what company is going to opt in for less control, you know, like
1: mm. if it's cheaper
2: if the market demands That's true. but right? they can just have you sign a piece of paper right now <laughs> like <laughs> if
0: if everybody's moving to the metaverse and there's a metaverse that runs completely on ethereum blockchain then the market changes, right? Like if we like unless unless uh there's government regulation on
2: it which is like anti-capitalist, right? Um like what just the price per dollar, US dollar? No,
0: I'm saying like if like hypothetically, right, we live in a, a capitalistic market, which is like the consumer cre- creates the demand and the demand creates product. Mm-hmm. If the consumer wants to use a, say, say you, all three of us created a metaverse that ran on the Ethereum blockchain and it became massive mm-hmm. and, and millions of people uh, used it. Um, we've now created a, a market for Ethereum and uh, that would drive other businesses to jump on board,
2: right? Well, what do you mean? Like we create like smart contracts? Yeah, like, people like don't, anything. don't need Ethereum. Like they don't need to be purchasing Ethereum to handle smart contracts. Or for in, you in, to our, utilize in our platform, contract. the currency of the platform could
0: be Ethereum. Yeah. Like I, that, like if we were all expecting everybody to be in the metaverse or be in this digital world, then you could assume that like there's digital currencies to run parallel with that, right?
2: Yeah, I mean that's fair to assume, but then like it's I, going to have relative value in the world, not to, to yeah, U.S. Rel- dollars, not right. to U.S. dollars.
0: Yes, and I, I I see your point as to where like the banks will try to control the system because they want to be centralized and have control. But if the demand is to not have that, that then their power becomes futile unless they like get government to intervene
2: and, until the government makes their own crypto and makes Ethereum obsolete.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I they, 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 like and then it's going to be a consumer but,
2: demand problem again. Cause like, but the yeah. po- then
1: I mean the, the point of the government making crypto is so they have a digital currency, which they already have. Right. Do I mean, they yeah, the like most of our
2: financial system runs
1: in the digital world, but there's not anything
2: backing. It's just an IOU. You deposit hundred dollars, they give it that to Chase, they just say mm-hmm. iOU 100 dollars
1: exactly it, but it's it's still it's uh it's all tracked in thousands of systems around the us in yes. the world right
2: That have physical money in banks somewhere to support that right 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 but sometimes but think sometimes the think
0: about bitcoin in in the way that they've almost determined or eventually i think will determine the value of it based on the scarcity of it right so if i have like eight oranges and there's only eight in the world Mm -hmm. you could say that orange is worth a million dollars yeah just based on the scarcity of it Mm -hmm. so the scarcity of bitcoin will determine its value right or could be could play relative relative
1: uh into the value of it yeah 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 for sure i mean the scarcity of it is like if someone's willing to sell it or not
0: traditional ways of currency is like gold bars bonds whatever it's backed by something a non-backed currency moving on yeah um
1: i I i thought we could uh like predict some things down a couple of uh things that we could talk about um so let's start with some easier ones that maybe won't get us into a rabbit hole number one so we all know amazon we actually just talked about this uh amazon prime right they're pretty good at delivering shit now in most cities you can get like day delivery same day delivery next day two day delivery Will Amazon Prime, or just Amazon, whatever they're going to end up calling it, become a uh, like a consumer carrier service, like UPS or FedEx or something? They already are. Right. But, I mean, I can't go to Prime and be like, mail this to my friend Joe. Will they do that?
0: Yeah. Also, like, I don't know, though, because, like, how profitable are... FedEx and I UPS. I don't think they're very profitable. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure USPS loses money every year.
2: Well, that's a service. Yeah. Right. That's a federal Gover- service. Government service. So that's supposed to lose money for the benefit of the people. But and like UPS sort of like and that. FedEx, who have substantially high, higher rates. Yeah. They're not that bad. They up, make billions I'm going to look up how
1: profitable they are.
2: Let's look. But <laughs> do, you think that if, do you
1: think Amazon would buy them for their... Um, no. For their like infrastructure or logistics. No, Amazon
2: built something better already better. in the time that Amazon's been around. But
1: I mean, like uh, UPS and FedEx own like hundreds of thousands, potentially trucks and warehouses around the U.S. So buy them for that. In the same and way that they, they bought, they bought Whole Foods as a for their food service. Right. I
2: or, don't. I don't see them.
1: Do you think that UPS and FedEx are already kind of like it's too late for them, where they can't change quickly enough to match the logistics of Amazon Prime? And Prime will continue building out how they've.
2: So right now, Amazon does contract FedEx and UPS and USPS to deliver their mail. Right on. So until Amazon like surpasses that threshold, then they're always going to be reliant on those companies. But I mean, Amazon has been trying to do the whole flex ride or flex yeah, delivery service fluid, thing trying drug. trying to get not yeah. to have these people as actual employees is that for, ah. instead of contractors right so they don't have to pay all the taxes associated with having those employees so i can see them continue on with that flex service to the point that like they don't need to pay UPS or FedEx to deliver packages anymore mm. but mm. never so, think the the other way they're not going to get into the mail business yeah yeah
1: what about when their drones come out? Like, the drone could just pick up the package from me and deliver it to you. Or bring it to a warehouse that then ships it. Yeah. Or will they sell that technology to a different company?
2: Well, the thing is, like, you, they're never going to be cheaper than USPS. True. Like, USPS gets abused because of the last mile. The the final step of moving it to the customer's door is probably going to be USPS going forward. Like, I don't see that changing, hmm. but like the amount of, like for the pickup side, if they did have drones, then
1: I see it's USPS. A dang- it's a dangerous thing. The only thing I ever use usbs for is mailing letters. If I have a package, I, I take that back. I have used them a few times in the past years for mailing a package. I can't remember exactly why. Oh, um, usbs. Yeah. But I, Primarily go to FedEx or UPS to do that. How but much do you pay for that? I probably don't care. <laughs> like $30? That's probably why I've gone to USPS. Yeah. Before is I thought, I don't really want to pay much for this, and I don't care really when it gets delivered.
0: Mm-hmm. I-, I would say, like, I use USPS all the time. Um, for packages as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I would say, like, for a package that costs $26 to ship on USPS, probably costs $36 to ship via FedEx are you at UPS
2: non-standard USPS boxes mm-hmm. yeah yep cuz you can get like a medium size yeah like the flat box like $16 yeah exactly anywhere right. in the world 2 day yeah
0: which is crazy mm-hmm. but those aren't like if you yeah. have like I just I just sold a projector cuz I just upgraded mine like they don't make boxes that big for flat rate you know so it's yeah. like
2: yeah that, that is like pushing the, the yeah. size limit
0: um so yeah it's always going to be cheaper I I would I would say FedEx I would say Amazon has probably already approached FedEx and UPS to try to merge
2: or buy them, and they've said no. Well, the Amazon business, like the Amazon store, does not make that much money for Amazon. Mm-hmm. All of the money comes from AWS. Yeah. So, like, when you have a revenue stream that surpasses your main product, you. Do not care about, like, ha- like making any money from that. Well, so why, they can why buy
0: Whole Foods? Why to go grow to go, go to length to, to scale your business because they want to business? deliver
2: fresh food. Is, but that's not like.
0: Isn't profitable though? Not, because not,
2: they make so much money from AWS that they can. As soon as Amazon bought Whole Foods, didn't they slash their prices by like twenty or thirty percent? Yeah, because they true. don't need to make money from that company. Yeah. Why then why buy it? Because they want to deliver food. Why? To be more predominant in people's lives. <laughs> I see. Yeah, but but they, don't they don't need to make money. <laughs> like, yeah. But they to can be,
0: be s- more predominant doesn't mean I'm going to, me, bad. who's going to buy Whole Foods.
1: Isn't that bad data? Gonna, oh, maybe that's true. That's true. I think, uh, data uh, could be I think my dad was telling me that Jeff Bezos, back when he was starting Amazon selling books, uh, mm. He, one of the things he did was uh, was store a lot of people's data because what he could do is he could say, I know this person bought these books, so I know they're interested in like agriculture. Mm. So then, when he started selling other products, he could advertise agricultural uh, products to that per- person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so maybe that's still their really their their business is data is data. I don't know. I've got to imagine they make a lot of money from their store as well because they're always undercutting all the other companies. Right? They always do that. They're like, that product's popular. We're going to make it and sell it for a dollar less. And then yeah. we're going to recommend it on mm-hmm. our website too. Yeah. The antitrust. I don't agenda. think it's profitable. It's They may not, be squeezing more I don't revenue. Know, t- take a
2: look at how much... The Amazon Business. So I'll to look at that,
1: But to answer our uh, our que- question yeah. from earlier, how much does uh, I just pulled up FedEx. So in 2021, their net net income was a billion. Mm. So was that that's, that's profit. Billion. Yeah. Um, so they they have a billion revenue dollars. of 20 billion, it's not a lot, and then they make a billion from it. From yeah, it. I thought it was going to be USPS. On the other hand, has a revenue. This was from 2020, which is similar to 2019. So we can say the pandemic didn't really mm-hmm. disturb it much. Their operating revenue was $73 billion. So, like, three
2: times as much as
1: FedEx, but they had a net loss of nine.
2: Billion. Yeah. Because they delivered to those rural areas that FedEx you cannot deliver to. Yeah. So, it costs. Ah, that's money. true. Because that it's one. the last mile is USPS. Yeah, right. So, like, if you're in a rural city, yeah. you're not getting Amazon trucks delivering your packages. Yeah. You're yeah. getting a USPS delivery because yeah, they pass it off to them. Exactly. Right. And that's like one thing that like Trump was kind of against. He was like, "We need to rework the whole USPS system because it loses so much money. Like Amazon is abusing this system, Sure. but it's like n- these Americans in real c- like cities and towns will not get those services without USPS. Yeah. So like you have to provide this service for everyone. I would say even the least profitable people. I would say Amazon. It would.
0: I don't know if it. We've gotten to a point where we could say Amazon is ab- like we could say it, but if if you could only get things from Amazon,
2: that's when I'd say it'd be abusing. Right? Well, Amazon pays like for USPS to deliver to that rural American's house, they lose money. Like that's yeah, and Amazon's paying them to do that. The Amazon's paying USPS to lose money.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, like if if say it's like uh, a ream of paper. You could get a ream of paper off of Walmart.com or yeah. Target.com, and they're still going to use USPS. Yeah. So, it, like, you couldn't just blame Amazon. It's that it's just a bad business model for USPS. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think the point yeah. is that USPS we have an obligation in our country mm-hmm. to be able to provide that service yes. to people, right. and so the so what USPS should do is uh, charge. More. <laughs> well, so the but thing is, FX. USPS has
2: a like a like a, a single pricing structure. Mm-hmm. So you pay as much as Amazon does to ship the package, right? Uh... So if they wanted to raise prices, you would raise prices, right. Yeah, but then if if the
0: thing about what Trump is saying, I, I get it, but all Amazon's going to do is pass that cost down to the consumer. So in the end, anything that they try to do to fix that is just going to hurt. Consu- like where I'm gonna have to be paying for that either way through my taxes or through yeah. me in additional shipping charges through Amazon. Yeah. So it makes no fucking difference, right? Well, unless unless the government's like you can't charge the consumer, you just have to eat the cost, and then Amazon just goes fuck you. Then we're
2: not gonna do it. Well, I mean, just <laughs> if USPS made two different pricing structures, one for regular people and one for businesses, then that would fix that problem. No, it wouldn't, because the business would be like, okay, you're gonna charge me nine more
0: dollars. Uh, okay, that, that shipping charge for you is gonna be nine more dollars. And then the consumer still has to pay the nine more dollars.
2: That is true. But so I don't know if Amazon would do that because it's highly dependent on your location. It's like someone living in Denver mm-hmm. is just gonna have a UPS, or have a Amazon truck delivered to them, but someone in like rural Kansas is mm-hmm. gonna have the USPS truck delivered to them. Right. So yeah. like they're just gonna say that one person is gonna it's pay nine dollars more. Get yeah. Or that is it's just gonna globally go or like across <laughs> the entire site, everything raises ten percent. Yeah, I guess so.
0: I mean, there's like there's a there's a cost and there's a there's a cost and benefit to living in those rural areas, and that's like a choice that you have to make, right? I guess. So I don't know. There's I guess there's a point there.
1: Yeah, that's, that's tricky. That's uh. The whole like for USPS charging the same amount for anyone, um, I think I think that's probably a law, right? There's probably a regulation because I know uh, Sarah's told me in healthcare, they can't charge one customer or one patient a different amount for the same service. Yeah, unless it's through insurance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that's just like insurance, (laughs) right? Yeah, Um, but they couldn't like if. Medicate, or uh, if their insurance won't cover a certain service that they need, and the business says we'll still provide that service and then charge something else to get money from them, mm-hmm. they can't do that. Yeah, uh, which which is interesting because it then it goes into like what's best for the patient. I guess I don't know. Uh, I got an answer for aw uh, AM, how much Amazon makes. Well, not how much they make. Um, They're diverse. Yeah. Where they,
2: their revenue stream Where is. Where their net mm-hmm.
1: revenue stream is. So their revenue um, for their. So they this breaks it into three business segments. One is AWS, one <laughs> is international, and then one is North America. I assume international and North America are just everything besides AWS. Yeah, yeah, probably. So North America revenue is 60% of the business. Um, I think their revenue in 2021 was a. Around seven point eight billion. No, yeah, no that was that was in quarter two. You're looking at revenue. Yeah, not that, looking I'll just at, say that's like uh, operating income. That was not going to go. Um, like so, op, op yeah. profit. I can't pull up the numbers for what the revenue is, but it's sixty percent of it, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's say they made like a hundred billion. Well, sixty. That's how much they pulled in revenue. Yeah, yeah right. but
0: their ops profit is forty one percent of the business,
1: right? And then their international revenue is 27%, and then their AWS revenue is 13%. But like Chase just said, the revenue off of North America and international uh, is less than 50% of their income. And Mm -hmm. AWS, which is 13% of their total revenue, is 54% of their income. So what,
0: what Amazon has done is not put all their eggs in one basket right so that they, so they're getting 50 54% of their their income it comes from aws yeah. if something were to happen to aws they can fall back on on their 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 ops profit from the store um you know whole foods right blah blah blah
1: and they can build something else out of that mm-hmm. like having that data or having that infrastructure or whatever yeah. it is
0: yeah you see prime just went up yeah. How much? 30%? Something like that.
1: But that's the exact uh, thing about Amazon will pass on the cost. They won't do it immediately, but they will. Yeah, it's like, just
0: like uh, uh, Starbucks. Inflation goes
2: up. They up their. Well, they pass it along to the consumer. Amazon... I don't know about that. It's solely for the stakeholders that they're doing that. Right. They don't need to make more money. They're no. making $7 billion a quarter <laughs> in, in ops profit. Just in general. I think
1: that was in profit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like a quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like they don't need more money besides pleasing shareholders.
1: They invested heavily in their two-day shipping so that they could get more customers. Or I think it was their one-day shipping so Mm -hmm. they could get more customers. And they did that. And they did it successfully, but they took a lot of losses to do it. Yeah. And so I think with that now they... And they also started ramping up things on Prime. They started Mm. doing originals, getting more stars in their shows and movies. Yeah. Now that they've done that and acquired new customers, now they're like, okay you're going to pay for the losses that we took. Yeah. The so typical,
2: years, give it to right? them for free. Yeah. Charge like them. Uber and did money.
0: like Tesla did. Yeah. Like uh, Microsoft is going to do with the gaming industry, right? <laughs> to buy up Activision, <laughs> yeah. Blizzard, all these things. Give them all the games for, was it 15 bucks a month? Oh yeah. For, through their game pass. The game pass and yeah, then, have And, the, then, and then they're going to acquire as much as they can, grow their user base. And then, up the charge to sixty dollars a month. Probably. Now all of a sudden you're reliant on Microsoft because they own basically half the industry. Yeah.
1: Yep. So
2: corporate greed. Amazon's
1: yeah. gotta love it. Do you guys uh, hate when you go to a website and they're like, uh, "Stop blocking our ads," and then you're too lazy to click on? your ad blocker and stop blocking the ads so then you just click click keep, keep refreshing so you can finish reading the, rest of the page
0: <laughs> i just go i do in, i just open up the inspector and then remove the you can do, so, the some paywall. uh some
1: sites are smart where they yeah. won't pass the data back until yeah you, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> or you just or you just um what is it uh, uh refresh it and hit print and then it yeah. will pretty much print to a PDF. Bad day. Yeah. Face <laughs> the text document. We just gave you guys all the the paywall. Uh, uh, getting through paywalls. <laughs> hey, there's so many ways to do it. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Prime is going up on the yearly basis by twenty dollars, from hundred twenty to hundred forty. Wow, I me- I remember back in the day when it was like sixty nine dollars,
2: yeah, like sixty nine or seventy nine. Yeah, yeah, that's when I first remember seeing that.
1: I think it's like now it's double the price almost. I just I order a lot of stuff from Amazon. I was just I do too, but I never I don't
0: I never had Prime.
2: No. You, and what, kind what kind
1: of shipping do you usually? Shipping costs?
0: Just the free, just the free shipping. No, five days. Yeah. Usually it's like five. Yeah. hmm And uh, like I I don't really like two day shipping's nice.
2: Like and I had
0: like the the Prime uh trial like every six months you you're able to re (laughs) re dip back into your trial for a month and it's nice like i i i i I do like getting my shit in two days like or in some cases i got it in one day like the next day it was on my doorstep i'm like oh that's kind of nice but like i don't need shit that fast um and i've lived up to this point and had those you know uh yeah short 30 days yeah (laughs) yeah
1: well, when you have tasted it for too long, it's a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, to for, sure.
2: It. for sure. For um, sure. It's like, well, fuck, I guess if i am got to wait five days, I just go to the store. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, because then
0: it's going to cost you more. They should you be paying me. More. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a frugal motherfucker, so paying $140 a year to get two-day two shipping when I can just wait three more days um,
1: yeah. doesn't seem worth it to me. It, if you, I mean, you can use some of the other, other services too. Like if you do mm-hmm. like Prime, uh, I, like I use the Amazon photo thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they also have uh, Amazon Music, which you can mm-hmm. use as well. Fuck so, that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get uh, yeah, fuck <laughs> you.
0: Other, some other things as well. But I'm going to start using Tidal now too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, look, like when like,
1: you don't want to pay for streaming services, it's good.
0: It's so funny. Like this Instead whole, of, the whole Spotify thing where like, Neil Young and yeah. a couple other people were like, "I'm moving," and then nobody else did. <laughs> like, yeah. they were like pressuring Taylor Swift to do it and a couple other people, and they were like, "It's yeah, nah." It's
2: so weird because like, <laughs> I don't understand why more people don't. Because if you look up how much money they get per stream, it's like a thousandth of a cent Yeah, per stream. But but the
0: thing is, you're trying to get artists in a dying. In a, a radically reformed dying industry, to try to jump ship from one of the lo- like biggest
2: uh, revenue streams for them. Oh sure. Besides touring, like yeah. fucking forget about it, dude. Well, they don't make that much money from these streams Like they, yeah, like you said, they make all their money from some, touring.
0: Some you know. artists make quite a bit of money from Spotify.
1: Well, it's also quite a bit of money. it's also like a lot of people don't listen to the radio anymore, um, and so if your songs or your or your artist or your Band isn't on Spotify or it's not on whatever streaming service. Where are people hearing it? Yeah, by word of mouth. It's like, hey, did you hear that song? No, where do I hear it? Where where do I listen to it? Yeah, How yeah do I sure. download
0: and it? then you don't have people buying ticket sales because they don't know your music because they can't get to it. Like you have to understand, like, like Spotify has a large market share in in yeah. music streaming. So if you cut your music streaming, I think it's what close to fifty percent of music streamed is from spotify i actually looked
1: that up i, I don't can know if totally that's true. believe that
0: um so if you drop your music from 50 percent of the world's viewing like that's that should hurt your other revenue streams right because yeah, it that is valid you're, and then but you have people like neil young who are like fucking retired now yeah, who already like, made millions of dollars in the 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 dynasty, the ancient age of the business which is album sales yeah. which is gone now so he doesn't give a fuck if people listen to him on spotify or not 31 percent, yeah yeah so it's that's a third of your business that's, yeah basically that's massive of or your audience basically so like nobody's gonna fu- fucking g- g- stand up and go yeah i'm willing to just hack 30 percent of my audience <laughs> just like that like fuck off no
1: i mean it uh, wasn't uh it was taylor swift who at first didn't even want to Mm-hmm. signed for sign up for Spotify. Yeah, right? that
0: and um the Beatles were another one. Um
1: there're quite a few of them. And then yeah. at some point something made them do it, right? I wonder It was because up, they were what's losing the top money. First time
2: Spotify <laughs> makes from the streaming.
1: How much do they make? Yeah. Or
2: how much an artist make? Yeah, what's what's the top earning artist on Spotify? Yeah, I wonder.
0: I don't know if they, they disclose <clears throat> that.
2: They, they have like stream like, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 200 mil. Absolutely. <probably. laughs> Um yeah, I got to think it's like the weekend. Um I think he was like for the longest time the number one uh most, like most streamed, listened most, most streamed, streamed artist, so I'm sure
2: he's made quite a fucking ton of money. Um cuz like yeah, they get 100 million streams, mm-hmm. but then how much are they actually making from that?
0: Yeah, I'm it's
1: hundreds of thousands of dollars. One stream earns them 0.0 zero zero four nine all right so let's do a quick
0: calculation okay do you have spotify 100 mil do you have spotify on your lap i can just pull it up or actually i don't know if i can pull it up on my phone um yeah because i don't know i don't know they show the 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 streams do you have spotify yeah i do all right pull it up let's just do a quick calculation because we can tell we can say how much so i think it's uh what uh what's his song I'm blinded by the light. Blinded by the light. Is that, that, what it, is? Is that the name? Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> um look up that song and see how many streams it has. I think it's the number one song of all time on Spotify. Wow. I would have thought like Despacito or something. Uh like no, that. go to go to his like main go to his main page. That's not even don't yeah, yeah, no. that, just type in the weekend. Miles <laughs> is on like some random dude's uh blinded by the light page. Um Okay, blinded by the light has streams. It's
1: called Blinding Lights, by the way. Blinding
0: Lights, okay. So open up your calculator. Times. Yeah, and times that by... 0.049. Yeah. And we'll see what it gets. I'm just going to
1: do 2.8. And that's
0: just his one song. He's got an entire catalog of music. (laughs) He's like counting the the zeros. (laughs) Um, That's a large number. What was it? Point zero zero four
1: nine. Yeah. So he's made thirteen point seven million.
0: Million just on that one song. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of money. That is a good amount of money. More than I thought. Now that is the high end. Yeah. Yeah. So you have like a million streams. It's not that much money. You're making yeah four thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Drake,
1: but it's something. Drake is the highest earner.
2: This how much a year.
1: Fifty-two million dollars a year, total I or a year? I think uh, total. No way. An estimated haul of fifteen.
0: You got to think though. That's that's thirty-one percent of. So he's making fifty-two. Assuming that the other ones pay them. The same. And then Apple, Title, uh, YouTube, he has, Amazon. He's he's drawn drawn in those as well. That's just thirty-two percent of his audience. He of has his twenty-one
1: billion streams. Drake. Yeah. Yeah. So the next highest is a guy Jay Balvin, who's a, reg- a reggaeton, Latin trap. Yeah, at 37 million, and then Posty,
2: Posty, and then
1: Bad Bunny, so, yeah. Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande. Azuna. Yeah, the weekend is 10. <laughs> Interesting. Dang, I think he has the number one song. Actually, it's a lot of uh. Generally, yeah. Drake
0: has more average it's, per song.
1: It's a lot of um hip hop, trap, and then of course pop. Yeah. Um
2: interesting.
0: Yeah. So so you're gonna ask the weekend to forfeit millions of dollars. <laughs> Imagine if Drake did it. He's like, that was the most expensive grocery store I've ever bought. Yeah. <laughs> um but then but then I mean that's just like basically advertising, like free advertising, right? You're getting paid to advertise your music so you can sell tickets and merch. True. And build brand equity because now you can go and go on this show and that movie and and get sponsored by beats or do this
1: it's like why artists put their songs on the radio right yeah because it was, wasn't it similar with the radio they, they made money off of that yeah right? you make money off of radio but it's probably not a lot
0: it's kind of like probably similar to spotify Yeah, the radio station has to buy a what's called a, uh, I, I can't remember the specific license, but it's a license from, there's like three, Russell explained this to me, our friend who, um, he knows about it because he uh, is in a cover band. And when you go around and you play artist songs at and make money, like go to, a, say you go to a brewery and you play like a bunch of uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper songs. Sure technically you probably if you're like unknown and you're just doing a site won't get in trouble but the record label the big there's like i think three or four big uh distribution like license holders for music and you have to buy like basically a license like a like a a, almost like a permit in in a sense to play those songs and it's like an annual thing you have to renew um and i think the same thing goes for is that your camera? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, same thing goes with, like, you know, uh, radio. So you, the radio station has to, like, buy a license to play, like, the top ten or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's through, like, a, a music label or whatever. Gotcha. Like a distribution label.
2: Um, Interesting stuff. Yeah. I never looked too much into the music industry.
0: Yeah, it's radically... I mean, obviously, radically changed, but... Yeah. um, Yeah, I... It, it in some ways it's become easy like a like a uh, what do you call it a low barrier to entry uh, industry now that's true yeah because you could just set up like what we're doing here and it's right on Spotify. right on the spotify didn't have to pay anybody to do it hmm. um I did have to pay a hosting company so or... basically so uh, like for those that don't don't know how to set up a podcast basically um you have to obviously record. By by, have a microphone, a means of recording. Even like your phone has a built-in recorder, so you can just record that. Upload your file to a hosting service, basically, and that hosting service is going to charge you like an annual fee to pretty much um, have your content, your file sit on a server somewhere, and then all of the streaming platforms like Spotify, um, you know, Amazon, Stitcher, yeah. uh, uh, Apple Podcast will then pull from that host. Uh, and continuously look for new files um, uh, via the RSS. So you just link it, and then you upload it to one mm-hmm. source. One source. Mm-hmm. You, you, have source. Th- you, want that, you want that upload
2: to all these other services. exactly. Yeah,
0: That's you great. have to give Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts the RSS link. Yeah, and that will tell the the platform to continuously look for new
2: episodes. Yep. Yeah.
1: Imagine how much space that saves. Like, oh, just for everything. everything's cached. Yeah, it's just, right. It's crazy. every single stream is hitting the same cache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's uh, like otherwise you're you have like uh, the same copy like ten different times. Yeah, right for like everything. Yep.
0: Well, I think I I'm not sure Spotify caches your file because yeah. probably a thousand percent do. I don't know because your host uh your host will charge you based on how many streams you have. So well, the host is caching it then. Oh well, yeah, the Spotify host is just caching. reading it off of the yeah exactly okay. yeah yeah yeah. Um, so like. You know, if you go above like ten thousand streams per month, they're going to charge you more because you're using more traffic on their server. Yeah, it's basically like how AWS does their their pricing, right, Mm -hmm. based on volume. So then, are are you not really streaming
1: off of Spotify's servers then?
0: Spotify, I think, is just a a, just a gateway. Yeah, that makes
3: sense.
2: Mm -hmm. So I wonder how that handles with. You can download to Spotify though, can't you? You can download to you can download your download local device to your local device. Then, so then, then Spotify just is ping, just a player, like a they media just player, ping <laughs> your hosting service. Every time you watch, every time you listen to Spotify, they say, "Hey, this person listened to it once." And then, yeah,
0: basically, yeah, it's gonna feed, gonna have like a feedback loop. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Um
2: Yeah. So the, the hosting service would charge you, even though it's locally saved on your phone.
0: Yeah, I, get, I don't know about podcasts, actually. I wonder if you could save. Uh, go to our page Please on. Please help Adelope us save in hosting costs yeah. by downloading our podcast. Yeah, uh, we pour as fuck. So like, <laughs> download all of our download our two hour audio file onto your device. <laughs> you will do it. It's like seven hundred. No, you can on um,
1: the, Like the podcast app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, oh yeah, you can. On yeah. The, yeah, you can. iPhone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, so I guess you could. Yeah.
1: There's a little
0: um more and maybe i don't know interesting
1: huh? it may be because i don't have uh premium oh I have, that's what i'm why. just thinking yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting are you looking to do your own podcast no
0: nope, if, if you if you could st- if you started a podcast what
1: would you talk about you ever thought about that
2: never crossed my mind mm. interesting see.
1: would it, it wouldn't have anything to do with like deep throating objects would it? <laughs> yeah
2: that I know. Because we know a guy. I don't know a, a guy. Suck wanna... shame you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we know a guy.
1: Let's just say
0: that. Um, speaking of, um, uh, this episode is brought to you by OnlyFans.com.
1: Yeah, fuck OnlyFans. <laughs> if you uh, fans, chase, we've been trying to get
0: on OnlyFans, but they keep.
1: Have you contacted support yet? Yeah. So basically, what the situation is with OnlyFans is that <clears throat> they have to make sure that. You are the po- person that is in the content you're posting. Yeah, yeah. And if you have someone else in the photos, you have to get. I say, written consent. Yeah, their consent, and then you have to pass that on to OnlyFans. I see. So, like, they won't yeah. approve our account, even though I've linked my Facebook to my personal Facebook to OnlyFans for our at the lucky duck account not my <laughs> personal only fans account uh because you are in it like you're one of the hosts of the oh game. and gotcha. then I mean,
0: it would be able to link like yeah you just need a shared accounts. only fans
1: i guess so but at that point i was like fuck you guys <laughs> i can start a patreon for like that was the easiest thing ever to do and all yeah. these other I think they're just trying Social to things.
0: cut down on like you know me posting it's like porn. It, it's the that it's I found the nudity, yeah, and making sure. money off of it, yeah, you know, yeah. off of some girl who is unaware. Yeah,
1: I think or a guy. I think they're just strict because or of that. Twenty-two, non-binary. Also, you can post anything on Pornhub. Yeah, come on. I think I think they crack down on that though.
3: Yeah
0: so i've heard so
2: yeah <laughs> i, I think I, I also heard that, they that removed i've gotten a letter 60 like of the content <laughs> <a> of <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: yeah not that i've gotten a letter saying that they removed most of my content i not saying that my, my bookmark folder is mostly blank now but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just gets 404s all the time. <laughs> yeah um hmm you remember when pornhub was like giving away not giving away but like selling lifetime like Pornhub Plus during the pandemic, right, right at the beginning of the pandemic. No, I didn't see really. That. Yeah, I think so. They, I think they did something like that. Oh, you like think that. so? Yeah. Pornhub Plus. I mean, I, I <laughs> heard that they did that. I didn't buy one. Yeah, I yeah. mean,
1: yeah. I just got it in my newsfeed. Yeah. <laughs> heard from Twitter. I don't know, Twitter. Uh, uh,
0: was that really a thing? I think so, yeah. Um, I heard it on another
1: podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Covering his bases now. Yeah. <laughs> let me...
0: Let me. Uh circle back on that one um yeah basically i think they were just trying to like help people out you know you lonely
1: you uh isolating
2: it's tough times people have to get through it somehow
1: yeah yeah if you're lonely especially i'm sore
2: do you uh you're
1: not ukrainian are you no are you russian no are you do you come from any of the former soviet union
2: countries i believe i have a little check in me that's about it so, About I'm going to bring up a super KGB. sensitive subject. Oh. Uh,
1: so, what do you think of that Ukraine Russia conflict? Yeah. Careful. Uh, careful. Careful. Yeah. Are you like, <laughs> this is it's
2: stupid? It's being overblown? No. I've familiarized myself enough with it to understand basically, like on a very simple level, like why the two sides have opposing views. And I mean,. If, like, your leaders did come from Ukraine and then you split up and then now they're two different countries. So, like, the leader of Russia's parent, or I think the video I watched, the, the person's mother was Ukrainian. So, like, the roots are Putin's Ukraine. Ukraine's mother? No, the previous oh, okay. Russian um, prime minister or whatever. So, like, the, the history, the roots are very tied in these two countries. And then as the Soviet Union fell, Ukraine became independent and they want to start joining NATO, but the, the series of people don't want that to happen because they feel connected to Russia and basically if Ukraine joins NATO, then Russia's going to invade and take it back. Yeah. So, I understand the conflict is like yeah, that's like saying if like America split up and then it's one state in America wanted to do something that the rest of America didn't want to do, then obviously they're going to be yeah. not betrayed, but like we have connections to them. And our heritage goes back to that area. What if, like... So, uh, like, I don't know. I don't think the U.S. should be as involved in as many yeah. international problems right. as we are. But Big Daddy America coming in. yeah, Freedom.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, Isn't it kind of like if, like, we did something the British didn't like, and they were like, we're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> coming back, take
1: back what once was ours. Y'all suck. They tried to do that at one point. Did they? Yeah, when we built the colonies, and then they were like, fuck oh, yeah. you guys. <laughs> then
0: we're, like, we're not paying taxes. What? You're talking about the Revolutionary War? Yeah. Yeah, that
2: one. <laughs> they tried. We yeah. said no. <laughs> Big Daddy America established. <laughs> yeah. It was, but, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. If, like, it's kind of all fucked. If you have your one ideology or how your economy should run and all your policies, and then. You have these opposing policies that are like setting up shop right next to your like border. Like, since the US doesn't really have that many borders, we have two borders. Like, we would, if like Mexico or Canada became like, I don't know, not communism, but like a, a socialist society like Russia, mm-hmm. then we would care because it's right on our border. Yeah, but and that's how Russia feels. Be
0: pointing nukes out of that.
2: I think that's the difference. But like, if Canada yeah. was like, we're going to become best friends with russia. Mm. we're going to be on the fence. like we're going to have like our like our defenses up yeah. because like they can do anything at that point. Yeah. same thing like nato and other ally countries are setting up shop right next to russia. so if to justify like you can't play favorites like valid reason to have your defenses up because yeah. these allies or your opposing views about, are like right on your border.
0: i understand about defenses but like actually going in and invading it's like another that's another thing like, yeah. you can start doing military exercises and building up your defenses but then like going in with like tanks and helicopters and nukes it's like that's a little much
1: bro that's a little much i think um every i I don't listen to Putin talk very often um, or really follow russian politics but anytime i've heard him talk at some conference or some gathering of nations he always talks about how basically russia always feels threatened and that it's not fair that the other countries have all this uh all these anti-defense systems and stuff that are and uh yeah like just all this uh military craft so close to russia yeah but russia is not like every time russia tries to do something in defense uh they have some sanctions against them Mm. and their economy takes a hit and this and that. And so he, I think his, his, his thing is like, uh, they don't want to go to war with Europe and the U S and whatever. Um, but they want to be able to defend themselves because they don't trust Europe in the U S. Yeah. And that makes sense. But also in 2014, he did steal part of Ukraine.
0: Yeah, right. and he did starve his people, <laughs> and he did put an opposing uh, um, opposition leader in jail
1: unjustified. <laughs>
2: but, yeah, I'm not saying he's not so iron, He's not ruling with an. He's definitely ruling with an iron fist. But like,
1: yeah. But I think kind of to your point, it's like there's a um, like a really strong history there uh, where there he was mm-hmm. probably thinking the people is it Crimea? I think it's is that how it's pronounced the area that they took, he was probably thinking they want to be part of Russia. They want to be, and we need to build Russia back up to what it was to be Mm -hmm. a a world power. Uh, And, and they literally like took it. They just went in. They didn't, I don't think they even killed anyone. It was like, they went in and they were like, this is ours now. Yeah. And no one was there to defend. Yeah. So you, in a sense you could say that like maybe the people there were okay with it. Yeah. And that's what and it, and they're complacent and it's fine. But if yeah. if it's yeah. like a sovereign nation who's like, please leave us alone. Yeah, that's a we red don't want to be <clears throat> taken by you.
2: Yeah, mm. but I don't know. I, maybe I just don't know enough about the situation. But I'm pretty sure like Ukraine had a civil war yeah. that like there was a split between like if they wanted to join NATO or go back to Russia. Yeah. So like split population decision. So Russia's like, like coming in like we're gonna
0: help the people that want to be part of us. Yeah. Okay, hmm. in yeah. Ukraine they
1: had a silver war. I believe though? so, yeah. but
2: I'm not that familiar with Maybe. okay with the whole but currently history not. of Ukraine. So
1: currently not so. Well, I know a lot of tech companies have a lot of uh, yeah. Dish was in Ukraine. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. A lot I mean, of telcos have. Well, they have people working. They have that shitty mobile app. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're just like offshore, yeah. yeah. Developers, they're cheaper and also um, Russia
0: cheated in the Olympics, so <laughs> they did, yep. and then they got banned. <laughs> yep, go RC. we probably did too. We probably do all the same shit.
1: I mean, right? Who knows? Uh, this is America. You can do what you want. There's <laughs> no rules. Yeah.
0: Um, I think we're past the two-hour mark. Shall we wrap this up? Joe, is there anything else you want to tell the w- lovely people of the world? Any words of wisdom? Lasting
2: words?
1: You get one shot.
2: Yeah. One shot. Yep. Yeah, be good. Be good. Be good. Mm. Big Daddy America. <laughs> be good, daddy.
0: Big Daddy America. All right. Awesome. You that, heard it here that's going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Until next time,
3: adi. De-